Kenny for your thoughts. All right, guys. Welcome to episode 33 of the Kenny for your thoughts podcast, the podcast where Brandon only sings happy birthday in the Marilyn Monroe style for Hardcore Holly. But for Kyle, he's going to make an exception today. He's turning 21 today, guys. So he's going to have his first legal drink. We're good. This isn't just coffee. Brandon, can you please sing that wonderful song Mm -mm. again? One more time. Yes. Happy birthday to you. Mm. Happy birthday to you. Oh. Happy Lovely. birthday, sexy Kyle. <laughs> I want to touch you. <laughs> All right. He, wow. he ad-libbed that last part. That was that was kind of crazy there. there Voice of an angel. Thank you, sir. The chat. Can we get dedicated phone line for questions? I can't oh, afford snap. that yet. Maybe after all, if all or nothing does good, all or nothing, <laughs> then double or nothing does good. That's okay. I can. It's like in super duper showdown. I mean, super showdown. Super duper oh. showdown. Ugh. Yeah. You know, <laughs> super if, if you want, this is up to you. I can hook us up with phone line today. Oh. So this is up to you. I just have to hook up my laptop. Mm. That Ooh. sounds like too much work. It too does sound like. I mean, look, we can't even get the audio <laughs> working. Do you see how long it took us to get this stream today? That runs through me. That doesn't run through Kenny and Brandon. Okay. Maybe maybe we should have gone through that 11 p.m. with that 11 p.m. time frame there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yes. Uh, Like WWE, everything just runs way too long. Oh yeah, definitely, hundred percent. But here we go. Let's get into all elite podcast, guys. Tell us uh, where you came up with the concept. Tell us how you all came together, and tell us a little bit about yourselves in general. Well, that first part is interesting. This is not a jab, but myself and Tiffany, um, well, about our network, this is like our, our podcast is on the whole spread network, which I started. We did have a variety of podcasts back in the day. We had one for the main roster, one for NXT. We had one for vintage WWE. We actually had one for UK wrestling. And the guy would cover NXT UK. Um, felt a, just didn't fall through. A lot of people had... Uh, life stuff come up and couldn't continue with the podcast. One guy became a YouTuber. So we kind of ended that off. And then I was just sitting around going like, what am I going to do? I don't want to do this on my own. And then I'm talking to Tiff because Tiff has her own uh, relationship-based podcast, Dad Ass Podcast. That's how I found her. Um, Dad Ass. And she's a wrestling fan, so we were talking about it. And we're like, we've been getting on board. We've been watching a lot of indie stuff. And we're like, oh, man, like they're, they're starting this company, AEW. Like it, it's a lot of hype behind it. And we were excited because we both watched all in. And we're like, damn, like this was good. And we're like, how about we just start a podcast about it? Like it's this is a, a fresh thing that we can get behind and start fresh with them with a podcast starting with All Elite Wrestling. So we're like, hey, let's just get it done. We're thinking of names. And I'm like, let's just keep it simple. All Elite Podcast. It just makes sense. It rolls off the tongue. It's It works. And I sat on my computer one day with my photoshopped art and created that and just nice. literally replaced the p or the w with a p and wrote the and replaced wrestling with the word podcast and like there it's simple it's clean we're good let's go with it and we went with it and so far it's been generating a lot of good feedback um episode three we had Actually, Bernard the Bear as a guest host on our podcast. <laughs> Bernard the Bear, quote unquote, uh, he joined in. Um, I just I've received a lot of good feedback from it, and um, basically we just cover everything that has to do with all elite wrestling. We we cover any uh, upcoming news and rumors. 
We go over being the elite. We do a review of it. We've been keeping track on the road to double or nothing. That's an awesome series as well. And we just kind of uh, just right now keeping track of what's going on with the all the wrestling world. Obviously, when the TV show gets going and now all these pay-per-views are coming, we're going to be doing reviews, predictions, all that stuff. I have like a bunch of brainstorm ideas I want to do with this podcast. I want it to be more fan interactive. I'm going to do a lot of fan. We're trying to in the future do a lot of fan shows. Whether it's uh, a show all for Collins or it's a show for, uh, I don't know, something. like I want to include everything into this podcast. So that's basically what this thing is going to be about. And uh, so far, it's lots and lots of good feedback. Um, myself, I've been a wrestling fan for ever. <laughs> like ever since I was a kid. I think I started watching, it was around the 98, 99 mark. I was tuning in here and there. And then uh, I started watching... Uh, more and more as I think it was around 2001 right after the uh, uh, invasion quote unquote happened that's when I started watching like weekly and um, huge huge WWE fan from then on up until I'd say maybe two years ago I was there was a big side there Kyle yeah I was falling out of love with the product like I just to me my biggest shtick with the WWE is we're seeing we just see a lot of rinse and repeat stuff. It's just all the same. Like they don't try anything different, and they try they'll, or they'll try something different, and it comes full circle and goes back to the original idea that they they always try. So I just I started falling out of love with it. They're focusing more on the entertainment. I started falling in love with uh, the actual in ring performance, and I started watching more independents like New Japan and Ring of Honor. They how they focus a lot on the wrestling too, and. I just I started falling out of love with WWE, and then they had this glorious thing come up called NXT, and I'm like, oh my god, this is probably the best thing ever. They have they do the entertainment factor right. They do storylines. They focus on the storylines, and they they just they do everything. It's weird how NXT is supposed to be labeled as their development brand, and they can do they do a lot more stuff better than the main roster can pull off, and it's that's a little sad to, in my eyes. Um, their takeovers blow the falling pay-per-views always out of the water. It's ridiculous. There's always chatter. I went to the Royal Rumble this year, and the next day, all I could, and I went to the Rumble, all I could hear from everybody was talking about takeover. Not one person was talking about the Royal Rumble. Like, it's it's crazy. It shouldn't be that way. No, I, NXT it should be good. Be. It should be their the developmental brand, but going above. those guys are hungry. The, the, yeah. the, the, the guys and girls in NXT are so hungry um, to beat the main roster, and they I dare I say they've succeeded for about four years. I mean, uh, not to take away from your story, we, we went to um, the NXT in San Jose, uh, WrestleMania 31 weekend, and I can tell you, um, I, I don't know if I, I'll speak for Brandon here, but I can tell you that was probably the most energy I've ever seen in a wrestling show. Um, that show went till about 2 a.m., because the rumor is Vince McMahon thought the show was so awesome that he was like, keep it going, keep it going. We got the building all night. So, yeah, we got out of there. It was like 2.30 in the morning, and we were exhausted, but we were we were third row. It was so much energy. That was the night Kenta hit the uh, GTS for the first time, by the way. That's right. Yeah, yeah so that, that night. Nuts. I remember that. And you yeah. can hear the crowd reaction if you look at those videos. So I can vouch for that, man. NXT is might be my favorite brand. Which is funny because I barely talk about it on the podcast because Brandon's a casual. And we have to we we have to we have to educate just, him yeah. on on the yeah. product. And they focus a lot more on the in-ring product NXT as well. The wrestling matches are just so good, and it, it's it's you feel awesome watching a match that the crowd is also invested into as well. You watch WWE and there's these potentially good matches, and the crowd's just dead for it. So you're you're obviously going to be like, okay, if they're, the crowd's not getting high for, why should I? Why should I sit here and go nuts and 
it's that crowd it's that crowd noise that gets you a little bit more hype for what you're watching as well if the crowd's into it you're obviously going to be into it but it just seems like NXT does everything right and i just wish i pray i'd be fine with with the WWE and i'd be still watching to this day if they had incorporated what NXT is doing into their main roster product and the fact that they don't i just fell out of love with it i just stopped watching and just you know what i mean like i just I couldn't, I couldn't get excited for watching a Monday Night Raw for three hours, or, you know, hearing about how good SmackDown's doing and tuning in. And I'm like, okay, it was good, but it, why are people overhyping it for? Like, it's not as good as it should be. Right. I think <laughs> they we'll have get the there. potential. They I think. Yeah, potential. I was gonna say, I think we'll get there eventually because I think WWE's kind of reaching a point, in my opinion, where they kind of realize like we can't just do the same old, same old. I mean, uh, if ra- if AEW didn't even exist, ratings are tanking right now, so they're kind of like doing some damage control. I mean, we saw it on the last episode of Raw, which Brandon and I will discuss uh, probably a little bit later in this episode. But, I mean, you know, you saw them trying to throw everything against the wall and uh, see what sticks. You know, the third hour of Raw was completely different than it's been in the last couple weeks. But to your point, you know, I have a controversial opinion. Uh, Money in the Bank, I thought, was actually a pretty good pay-per-view. And a lot of people did it. But the reason I thought that was, I think more than anything, was that the crowd was so into it. And the crowd was just making the energy completely different. So I know things won't be fixed in a day. And I didn't look at Money in the Bank as the end-all, be-all pay-per-view. But the way I felt was like, if they could just keep that energy going, it would be a lot more entertaining of a product. It's bad because I just feel like I just completely fell out of love of like the main roster. And even to sit and watch Money in the Bank, I had it on in the background on my laptop, like sound off. And I was playing a video game. And I just, I can't. I, I just can't come back to it. Like, it's just the same old shit. Nothing's changed. And and I they need to make me fall back in love with it for me to come back to the main roster. The only reason why I have the network now is only because of NXT. I cannot. got to let, let loose of that leash with Triple H. He's got to let loose. Yeah. I guarantee you if Triple H has more creative control, the shows will be different. I think we're getting there, though. I think, yeah. honestly, I think they're they're getting to a point where they're going to see, like, you know, Triple H. Triple H has all the ideas, and they're seeing, you know, Vince is kind of stifling XFL. those. Come on, be successful so Vince can leave. Right. Let's they need a successful XFL. XFL this time around. Let's start promoting that XFL. Come on. <laughs> Brandon uh, auditioned for Waterboy for our local Tampa team. Mm. Uh, yeah. I so, will. All right. I will ride the bench. I will get you water. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta feed the Vince. You gotta feed into his ego. You gotta tell him how successful, how successful it's doing. And don't give up. Pump more money into the XFL. Go to Saudi Arabia at least five or six oh, times a year. Right, Get right. more money. Pump that shit into the XFL. Let's go. Daniel Bryan and Kevin Owens. By the way, uh, Kevin Owens is is now not going to Saudi Arabia. Just so everyone knows, that's why Dolph Ziggler came into play this this week. So you can't see it, but the top of my wall here, I have a shrine to Kevin Owens. He's one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. It goes all the way down. And I seen that, I'm like, good, good for you. I Wait, freaking uh, good. <laughs> yeah, was it was it injury or was it like a no personal, he's personal views. Oh, personal views. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. But He's French Tiffany, he's stubborn. Right. <laughs> Tiffany, let's get your backstory here and right. how you came to be with All Elite Podcast. Okay, so... Tiff, be careful. <laughs> what is that? What's going on? That's the shame that? bell. If you watch their podcast, that's that's their shame bell. Oh I'm joking, God. Tiff. Go uh, ahead, Tiff. Who is shamed me? Like, I don't know. What the hell, bro? Like... <laughs> 
Okay, so let let let's let's backtrack a little bit, okay? Because so me and Kyle have been friends two years now, about almost two years now, and he was a silent listener to my podcast. Now, what was it? Summer? What are we in? Two thousand nineteen. So two thousand seventeen. Okay, I threw an NXT party at my house, and my co-host of that ass podcast, James. Uh, he was on the train coming to my house and he was listening to Kyle. He found Kyle. He just found him in one of those like recommendations on the side of YouTube. Um, and he he called me. He's like, you have to listen to this podcast. So I was like, all right. So when he came here, uh, Kyle was doing like an all day kind of podcast going for NXT. <laughs> what? That was so long. <laughs> I was an so winded by the podcast. We start at 10 a.m. and we think we finished around 5 or 5.30. Holy uh, crap. Took a break. Yeah. I think we took a break at 2, like an hour break. Yeah, you took an hour food. break so you came. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how um, we wind up finding Kyle, me and James. And then we just started listening to Kyle. And then Kyle actually started coming on our podcast a lot. So he co-hosts with us. We used to do something called Cheek to Cheek where we interviewed Kyle. Huh. Um, <laughs> cheek um, to cheek on that ass podcast. Did Kyle get good uh, relationship advice? <laughs> yeah, I have a girlfriend. Nice. <laughs> Very nice. Um, Brandon, Brandon, you should probably take that advice. Yeah, I know. I, I will. I'm gonna yeah, listen to Kyle's check episode. Out on that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but also, we also it, um. The thing uh, was that a lot of people wanted me and James to talk about other stuff. James is a huge wrestler. He is the encyclopedia of wrestling. Man, so we, he's passionate, we, right? Yeah, he's <laughs> so passionate about it. So he, we decided to do something called a free-for-all, where anything goes. We could talk relationships. We could talk wrestling. So a lot of times that happens. So, again, um, Kyle's been on with us. And then after a while, we decided to do that coffee podcast as well. Oh, God. So, first episode, I'll never forget. I had a coffee high, high or a coffee we tweaked. aneurysm. I, yeah, we I was tweaked. tweaking hard. I was I had consumed <laughs> way too much caffeine than a normal person should do in one day. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, so we had ten cups of coffee and we were tweaking on the podcast. It was luckily, crazy. So luckily, every, I don't drink that much coffee. Every once in a while, we do a, that coffee podcast. A pretty big suggestion not to do it. Do that. Yeah, Just, it's not fun. <laughs> it took like, until like one a.m. It was not fun. Yeah, <laughs> you could have done the all all day podcast that time. Yeah. I probably could have. <laughs> probably, yeah. No I breaks. had a headache. Great. Th- <laughs> I had a bad we should, we should, if I had known you've done an all day podcast, I would have said on Saturday for uh, Double or Nothing, we should do that, like an all day lead up to the podcast or to the show i should say maybe something like another day or something we'll maybe like in the future we'll do something we'll do like. it let's plan it for the fall for the first tnt show oh that sounds good and then we could like multi-stream so we could do like like, one, like the no holds barred network and then you could stream on your channel as well maybe we could do a co-stream that'd be kind of cool 100 a simulcast if you will yeah. I now own No Holds Barred Network. <laughs> I'll be Vince. <gasps> <laughs> That's like. <laughs> have you ever heard the backstory of why that happened? Why he pulled his ear like that? No. So, so the backstory I think was that was supposed to be the cue for Ric Flair's music to be played, and so it was literally supposed to be just be like, be like, you know, um, 
it was something like just this. But because Vince is Vince, he started like yanking and just like looking around like like that, and it's just become this iconic image now. It's kind of <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Guys, if uh, you are joining us on Instagram, I did jump on our Instagram. Um, we are streaming episode thirty three live on our YouTube right now. We have the amazing, amazing people at All Elite Podcasting, and it's Kyle's birthday, so. Yes. We got the birthday boy with us, yeah. talking some professional wrestling. We're doing an all-day podcast. We've changed the script. It's no longer an hour. It's an all-day podcast. I'm just, I'm just kidding. Wow. Changing the script mid-match, just like WWE. Just Sorry. call it on the fly. Just call it on the fly. Brock, get in there. Yeah. <laughs> there um, we go. So what else? But yeah, uh, we interrupted Tiff. I'm sorry. <laughs> how rude! Wait, I know. Jeez. Just like Brock interrupted Eileen. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. It's true. It, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So we decided to come up with Oli podcast. Uh, I love. Um, I, I think what happened is like a while ago, I got tired of the main roster, um, and I fell in love with NXT because of Kyle because I wasn't watching NXT like that. So. Kyle, Kyle, and his um his old co-host Brandon. Um, that's oh, I, horrible was, name. What? Then it was Michael. Name. Yes, that it was Michael. Michael so that's how you. I started like listening uh, to that, and then I started getting invested into NXT. So Kyle came here, and we saw um NXT, the last NXT New York. That was dope. Um, that was that was fun. So it was it was really cool, and I talk about this. It was like a really awesome match experience. of the century between Gargano and, and Cole. That was probably the greatest written match I've ever seen. Oh, like, it was amazing. The whole story within the match was just perfectly done. Like, I, we were jumping out of our seat. Like, I've never seen people jumping out of our, their seat so much and like having an aneurysm in their seat <laughs> more than when Cole came back in the ring or when Gargano came back into the ring and gave him. The the two the two super kicks to the front of the face, one to the back of the head, and then the last shot because I'm like that's it, that's over, game like Cole's winning, and then he kicked out. The whole <laughs> arena had like a, an aneurysm. Everyone in my insane. section was going nuts. Oh like it, I was it crazy. If there was a camera on us, because I was rooting for Johnny Gargano and he I sank in my soul. You just see us mark it out. I did not just see that. Oh man, oh. you know what really irritates me though? Um, we were actually on the way to uh, to New York that day, so I never, I didn't get to watch it, uh, or I, I should say, I watched it, but I wasn't in the right state of mind to watch it. So it was like uh. three three a.m. when I'm watching it, and I was just like, I know this is a really good match, but <sighs> so it was like, I hope you went back and watched it after. God. Absolutely, absolutely, and good. in fact, I might go do go watch it right now. Drew. Drew on Instagram Live. I know I love you, but don't jump on our live video right now. It's just going to be so many moving parts right now. You'll crash OBS. Oh. <laughs> somehow, somehow on my phone, you'll crash OBS. Um, but yes, we saw G One also, which was yeah. absolutely amazing. How was that, that was dope. We, we opted to go to the Hall of Fame, and well, let Why? me let me well, no, let me explain. Let <laughs> That's me explain. what I'm saying. Let me I mean, they, we both got a, a show. <laughs> <laughs> right, we we had to cater to our crowds. But Brandon, first of all, let me call your ass out because you're you're gonna throw me under the bus here. Brandon didn't want to go to any events. Brandon just wanted to stay in New York and walk around by himself in Brooklyn for some random reason that night. I swear. Get into some debauchery, you know. Yeah. 
want to check out the Brandon. scenery. Yeah, it's so a nice place in New York. We had a couple other friends who, to be honest, like we had a friend that was not really into wrestling anymore, but trust me, he was into wrestling during the Attitude Era, so he was into it during the DX days and all of that. So we were like, ah, oh, let's go to the Hall of Fame and have show him a good time. You know what I mean? Like, so he'll see DX, he'll see some of the people he knows. And then we bought Brandon's ticket without asking him. So he ended up having <laughs> to go, uh, you know. It wasn't wasn't his choice, but it's he acts like he would have gone to the G one Supercard if he didn't go to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> name one wait 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 Brandon name one person that was on the G one Supercard. Uh, uh, the Repo Man. <laughs> oh, I think that was him. Yeah, he was the 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 guy cleaning up all the garbage in our seats. Yeah, was sweeping. Around. Yeah, okay. That was yeah. Duke the Dumpster. I know his name was Repo Man. His, his name tag's like Chuck, so I don't know. I don't know why you call him Repo Man. <laughs> Chuck the Repo Man. He's, they repoed you know, his name tag is why, so yeah. you have to use someone else's. <laughs> but Tiff, was, we keep interrupting you. I'm sorry. G1 Supercard. You know, like, <laughs> I'm going to have to throw some glitter. He's used to it. Like, Hi! Yeah, I'm used to it. Stop listening to me all the time. Yeah, so we got it. We went to G1. Wow. That was just amazing. Like, I don't that know. That for Ring of Honor and New Japan show at the same time. I, I never That was sweet. I, I got Kyle in, like hardcore into this now. So I love Marty. Kyle's now into Marty. It was just crazy because I got I got notifications on my phone like crazy that like someone jumped Brett and I'm like what the fuck like is this yeah, real or is it we... scripted? I couldn't tell. I was like watching video. I'm like is this scripted? Like what's going on here? And then literally not even five minutes later, Enzo and Cass jumped the barrier at G1. So, so those happened almost simultaneously. Yeah, and I'm like oh, what that's the crazy. Fuck I'm like is this like an invasion? Like what the fuck's going on here? And I tried. I started searching. I'm like, is it a wrestler that jumped right? Like, what's going on here? Is like ROH jumping WWE? Like, I don't know what the hell's going on. Like, and everyone thought Enzo and Cass jumping was real because it looked real from where we were sitting. I saw the I, live videos. It looked. I mean, I yeah. wouldn't have. I wouldn't have thought it was fake in any way. The way they did it. The only thing that's disgusting and disturbing. Well, not disturbing or disgusting, but like rude, is that they didn't fill in the New Japan guys what was happening. That was all Ring of Honor planned. And the New Japan guys like, what the hell's going on? You just kind of like stole our victory moment away from us. Yeah, I, I think like, that was kind of shitty. What's going on? The booze that were going on in the house, Jesus. Did like, they want like a real reaction? Like, what was what was? Did, did we ever find out why they didn't clue in the New Japan guys? I guess they wanted it to be real, like. Right. Yeah, they're look. I know Ring of Honor was searching for realism, and that they, they signed Enzo and Kaz, and they wanted to make a big splash. How'd that turn out? <laughs> the crowd was. They got heat. That yeah. that was some that was not just bad. like oh boo you're a bad guy heat no that was like fuck you Enzo heat like they were going yeah. absolutely no, the crowd was going ape shit on them listen we don't play man no that was I was I, I heard the though. true New York anger yeah. that night like that was insane no you didn't you didn't hear uh, true New York anger because at least that was Enzo and Cass. Like we okay, so we walked into the Hall of Fame. We were late because Brandon Brandon told us it was at eight, but it was really at seven. But that's real. <laughs> that's what happened. So we walk okay. in, and Brett's already in the ring, and we're already confused because we're walking to our seats, and we see a ring because you know the Hall of Fame is usually on the stage on yeah. the ramp, right. and there's no ring. So we see a ring, and we're just like confused. We're like, "What the hell is oh, that?" That's right. Yeah. So as we're walking to our seats, we're already confused. Is when the ambush happens. So now we're really confused. Because we're like, what? Did some wrestler just attack Brett? Like, what just happened? And then, of course, I had the wherewithal to kind of, like, live stream what was going on. And I felt like, put it this way, we went up, like, 
a couple hundred followers in the next couple days. I'm like, I, maybe I did something good with that live stream there. But <laughs> I, I live streamed it. I posted some videos of like, you know, like F this guy, like F this guy. Like, what the hell is he doing? But I heard some monster heat. I, I saw some wrestlers just get up and beat the crap out of this guy, too. Yeah, Dash so, Wilder straight punched the face. <laughs> oh, we saw we were like in the section, yeah. like a little bit above where that happened. And yeah, you could you could hear like the. Like th that Whoa. was a that was a pretty solid. Hit. Oh, that guy was lights <laughs> out after that too. So. Yeah, yeah. And then Brandon, uh, Brandon wanted to jump the barricade right afterwards, but I had to stop him. <laughs> that would have been great. Yeah, I felt high, man. I was feeling good. I went to I went to save Brett. <laughs> Brett screwed Brett. <laughs> so Tiff, when when was the first time you saw professional wrestling? Um, I go back to probably like my early teens i used to watch with my dad because he always used to pay-per-view uh, so it was in the 90s and those were always like my favorite years i always go back to that i'm gonna out tiff because she's from queens i can almost bet that she didn't pay for those pay-per-views i'll just say it like that because <laughs> oh, wow. i'm from queens well, and trust me I'm everybody had the boxes had an illegal cable okay <laughs> i had the little white cable that goes into the back of the box that you shouldn't be having in there uh, yep no. i yes. had that <laughs> I, don't, I didn't know that you were now supposed they sell to pay at the for dollar store. <laughs> yeah, uh, Tiff, also, Tiff had the box. I promise you, she had the box with the little switch on the back that blocked out certain channels. And Dad had to put a little padlock in in it. Do you know what I'm talking about, Tiff? No, I know what you're talking about, but no. Like... <laughs> they used to block out the uh, adult channels with a little switch, and then you could put a little padlock inside so yeah. you could lock them so you can flick them up. Uh oh, there is a new episode on Being the Elite. There's a new episode that just dropped? Ooh, it just popped. That's right. So, today's Thursday. <laughs> they did say Thursday. They were Ooh. Thursday. Oh, I love the uh, Double or Nothing video yesterday. Even Tony too. Khan with some That's subtle jabs. That was yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Brandon, have that was you great. Seen... Oh, we're not going to not allow people from wear other wrestling companies' t shirts at our events. And I'm like, oh, uh, shit. Oh, I remember there. I was there when that happened. <laughs> the, guy oh, yeah, the, the guy at the corner of the ring there yeah. just said, nope, you're going. See you later. And the next day on SmackDown, oh, everyone's allowed. Come on yeah. in. <laughs> I know. To, to me, though, you know, to me, and, and I'm not knocking AEW. I'm not knocking pro wrestling tees. Like, there's a part of me that thinks that that was, like, done a, to create a little bit of controversy. Like, because I remember watching the pay-per-view and stuff, and there was a lot of people with, like, um, other other uh, shirts, like, from New Japan, Bullet Club, things like that. There was, like, an AEW shirt I saw. I actually saw an AEW shirt. I can't remember what, a, what event was. So, like, there's a part of me that thinks, like, it was done to create controversy, but I could be wrong. I think it's a norm, though. You look at all the NXT shows it, yeah. in the beginning, it started getting good. Everyone was wearing Bullet Club shirts. Yeah. Everybody. Right. The whole crowd was Bullet Club. <laughs> right. I like that even, like, Matt put a tweet out when all that stuff had gone down that he even said, just for the record, um, we don't care what you wear, you know, right. like, to our shows. So right. I think that was kind of, like, classy, like, mm -hmm. comeback. I love that besides the little subtle jab, what Tony Khan said yesterday was amazing, like what he wants to do with professional wrestling, what he wants to do with AEW and how it wants to be presented. Same with Cody Rhodes saying, like, we want to be that alternative. Like, we don't want to be the same, like another wrestling company that's going to show the same product. We, you know, we want to go back to what people love. If people want violence, we're going to give them violence. If they want a little blood, we might give a little blood. Like, they are basically going to do everything that we want as fans in professional wrestling. That's why they're going to be the alternative, not... 
straight competition in alternative right. to what you're regularly used to on WWE TV or if you're watching New Japan or if you're watching Ring of Honor. They're going to be the alternative, not the same. So I love Absolutely. the way they're doing that. No, no, yeah. and that's the perfect thing to say, honestly, because I we talked about it in last week's episode. It was like you don't want TNA's TNA strategy because the, the problem with TNA is they had the roster to beat WWE. They absolutely had a better roster than WWE at one point. But the problem was they were viewed as WWE light because they were just doing the things WWE did. Even though they were like, oh, X Division, it's different, six-sided ring. You could tell it was like, okay, someone leaves WWE, we're going to take the scraps. Or business model is, okay, whatever WWE is doing, we're going to call attention to it. And we're going we're gonna to take their audience. And That's it what was the it wrong strategy. Yes, it was the wrong when they, strategy. When they went to the four-sided ring and tried to copy everything they did, I'm like, why are you doing that? Right. Like <laughs> you guys can do so much better. You don't have in to in hindsight. I hated far. it. So I'm a, I'm more of a traditionalist. So mm-hmm. I like the four sided ring, but in hindsight, like kind of you know understanding where TNA fans were coming from, I get it now. Like I get why they were so angry, because like you said, you took what made them unique away. It be it would have been different if they never had the six sided ring. It's like that would be now going to say we're going to make a triangle ring. <laughs> <laughs> And then we're gonna have a tenth belt and call it the uh, Triangle Championship. Oh, can we talk about the twenty-four-seven corner belt? I think Titus O'Neil would have the championship. Okay, that twenty-four-seven title. The funniest thing I've seen so far on Twitter. I forget what breakfast place what what, what it was. I don't know if it was Waffle a Denny's House. or something. Waffle House. They were like, oh, well, there's our sign. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, yeah, yeah our no, sign's missing from the bra- from Nashville or something. Yeah, we found it. I I was pissed. I was laughing. I'm like, oh my god, I love when. Other restaurants and stuff play into it, and like Wendy's is a huge. The guy who runs the Wendy's, Wendy's one's huge. a huge wrestling fan. Yeah. So someone even tweeted at him, and they're like, they they tweet something about food being twenty. They're at Wendy's being available twenty four seven. I'm like, okay, no, that's not funny. You're usually funnier than that. Come on. Yeah, that was <laughs> but that yeah, belt. That, ugh. That, that's like the worst tweet I've ever heard Wendy's put out. Yeah, that's a reconstructed Saudi Arabia belt. Is it really? <laughs> it's the same belt. Like the, the color, the green. If you match the it, green, side, yeah. picture side by side, it's the same green. Puke belt. Huh, go figure. I, I didn't even think about that. I, I, a lot of people love it. I see it as a title for at jobbers. least the jobbers to get on TV. <laughs> were you Another fan, belt. Were you a fan of the hardcore title? Back in the day, I loved when it got defended in hardcore type matches. I Gotcha was sort of a fan of the concept where it could be pinned and defended everywhere. Like, obviously, at that time, I was younger, so I found it hilarious that, like, Pat Patterson once had it, and then he was he was battling with, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, not Pat Patterson. It was, uh, was it Briscoe that had it? For one they, they, they probably round-robined it. I mean, the, the hardcore title was I not was exactly the most exclusive <laughs> title. The antics they were doing with the title, I was laughing, but that's because I was young, and I was... Right. That's what I found funny. Now I'm as an adult, and the style of wrestling I like, I don't like it. I like I found it corny as hell to see what Bobby Roode came from in NXT to what I saw on oh, Monday Night Raw. Him Bobby Roode away being involved is kind of yeah. I mean that that's an iffy I, one. Oh, I cringed maybe the hardest that my teeth hurt grinding <laughs> when I seen that. I'm like, are you kidding me? You're telling me that Bobby Lashley or Braun Strowman couldn't stop any of them to pin and take the title belt away? They just watched everybody run by. I think, yeah, that that was a that set a horrible precedent because it was like, why would I bother with that title? I'm on this, yeah. you know, this level. 
Yeah. Um, the, I love the hardcore title back in the day, but I kind you know I kind of agree with everyone. You know, not, now that we're adults, we kind of look back and we probably go it was a little hokey. But uh, I was a huge fan of the hardcore title. I, I'm willing to give this title a chance because I understand its purpose. Like everyone's like, oh, it's the shittiest design I've ever seen on a title, and I'm like, yeah, but it's because it's not supposed to be the most legitimate title in WWE. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of my, my view. Too many titles. Well, I, I, that I agree that, with 100. percent Yeah. Justin said in the chat, it's the answer to try and keep certain wrestlers from wanting to walk away. It's good. I mean, yeah, it gives them TV time. But this now becomes like that segment. What sucks is like we, we talk about is it the 15th segment is always like the death, the death segment. It's always like right before the main event for the jobbers. Yeah, in question, they're saying yeah. the third hour is this hour for the belt. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't they put it in the second hour where okay. they're losing viewers? So, <laughs> let's talk. Let's talk. I, I read something here that was that might um, give you insight into that. So apparently what happened there was USA Network was throwing out all these ideas for ratings to be better. And one of them was the WWE 24-7 title. And Vince McMahon kind of knew, like, I have to take one of the ideas. I'll take this one. So that's why Mick Foley kind of presented it as oh it's only a third hour thing because they were addressing the ratings in the third hour even though it's not going to just be a third hour belt i think it was just to kind of like satisfy the network supposedly so that can explain why it was rushed will you guys be excited if somebody from nxt ends up picking up the belt (laughs) no that's not going to change anything i don't want any i'm I like you. You know, the, I don't know if anyone's seen these videos that they release, the PC videos of when an NXT star has their last match and they're so emotional. Oh, absolutely! I'm crying during those videos, but I'm crying because I know they're gonna get ruined as soon as they go onto the main <laughs> roster. <laughs> I'm like, damn it! I'm never. Th- there goes whatever push they had in NXT, yeah. and they're done because Vince doesn't watch NXT, and then he's just gonna be like, hey, I'm gonna use this guy in this way. You know, it's funny. I. I I'm Mr. Positive on the podcast, and I, I literally am always like, oh, guys, come on. I know the track record's bad from guys coming from NXT going up to the main roster, but let's give it a chance. Uh, lately, I've been – I mean, you can ask Brandon. I've, I, he, a lot of my friends have said I turn heel because, like, I'm no longer positive. I'm kind of like, what's what's going on? Like, what the hell's going on with the Viking Raiders right now? Like, what's going on well, with these guys? get used properly from then with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. After that, right. Like, my main thing is, like, why the hell does Ricochet have, like, like this is your metaphor here. Why does Ricochet have a Ricochet sound in the beginning of his song now? Oh, if you don't want to get me started on the production, I do you not You know what want I mean? Like, but it's like I'll a go, metaphor. <laughs> it's like a metaphor because it's like, you got to get the audience knowing he's Ricochet. And I'm like, it's horrible. You already know who he is. <laughs> you know, it's it's so corny and cartoony. And... But that's what the main roster is. They cater to the casual, like, the casual fans or the, the younger kids, the younger generation. That's like... Right. That's their money grab because they know the kids are going to want to buy the merchandise and then they see merchandise sales. That's money to them. They're business. Vince is a businessman. He sees where the money draws. He sees where he gets the most revenue and that's out of the kids and the casual. So he caters to that. And that's by all means, that's fine. I'm just not a fan of it. So I choose to not watch. Yeah. I think I think Very the well minute said. that Johnny Gargano completely leaves NXT and moves up to the main roster, I think that's when I get rid of the network. <laughs> Seriously, there's just but, so much other good stuff. Like I, I'm telling you, like I've been going to so many indie shows, indie shows, and they are more exciting to me than stupid main roster. I'm sorry. Okay, Tiff. What? Breaks a little bit. 
<laughs> but the, the problem I have with the, like, you know, now, now at, I'm at the point where, yeah, when Johnny Gargano comes up, it's going to feel like, I mean, he's all of what, five foot nine, 175 pounds. There's no way. I, I almost feel like there's no way that Vince is going to look at this guy and go, let's put the title on him. I mean, you can win the 24 seven championship. <laughs> Whoa. You're pretty good. He'll be on yeah. 205. And two five. Yeah. Where'd your camera go there, Kyle? I'm gone. I still, I still saw him. You still see him? He's still there. Yeah, I still <laughs> see him. He's, there. He's in timeout right now. Yeah. <laughs> Vince heard me. <laughs> Guys on YouTube, let us know if you can see Kyle. I can't see him, but that's okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's for the better. Yeah. <laughs> Vince, yeah, Vince, Vince knew I was going too far. Vince, to Vince canceled you. Pretty I'm sorry, much. Vince. Apologize. There he is. Yeah. All right, but as we were saying, I mean, so Brandon, you were saying, I'm sorry. Oh no, I was just gonna say, like, how are you guys feeling about you know AEW double or nothing selling out in like four minutes? Like, you know, there's a little buzz here. There's some excitement mm-hmm. coming in here for this first pay per view. Yeah. Uh, how are you guys feeling about that? Way, way beyond excited. Yeah. I'm extremely pumped for this pay per view because a, I think this is going to be the groundbreaking okay this is the this is where the wrestling world changes pay-per-view like this is going to be the start where okay things are going to get different now the wrestling world is going to be turned upside down something is going to happen more than what they've announced so far something huge is going to happen to this pay-per-view i have this really like big gut feeling that something beyond huge is going to happen like we already know it's going to be big as it is with the freaking announcement they did on that road to double or nothing video yesterday that the winner of the battle royal and the winner of Kenny and Jericho match is going to be the first AEW World Championship title match. And at a later date, I'm going to hope that it's probably going to be a fight for the Fallen or maybe at hey, All In. Hey, that's what we're going to. We're going to I fight for the Fallen. Oh, that's we awesome because that's actually a full charity pay per view, which is yes, awesome. Absolutely. That's which one thing I, didn't, I love about AEW. Yeah. I didn't tell Brandon it was for charity because I felt like he would have been like, I don't want to go. That's <laughs> yeah, the kind of person Brandon is. So, yeah, I would I would have saved my money. Yeah, all proceeds <laughs> are going. I believe all proceeds are going to Culture City for that pay per view. So that's huge, okay. and that's like a a big. They're the big sens- uh, sensory sensitive company that Let's go into that uh, the gun shooting. Oh, the gun shooting one. Okay, yes. so that's right. Yes. That's right. It was a T shirt that was going to, to uh, Culture City. Yes. Um, but even with Culture City, that's huge. The AW is now the first professional wrestling company to incorporate sensory sensitive rooms at every wrestling event they're going to have. So they even had videos of it over YouTube of showing like stuff for the sensory sensitive people. And that's a big thing in today's world with people Very that go so. to these events that love wrestling and want to enjoy it in their way. So I love that they're incorporating that. And they're doing now a whole pay-per-view donated to charity. Like that's that's another huge thing. They do a lot of stuff for the community. And I love how they advertise it. A lot of people are saying like, oh, they're just trying to show how better they are than WWE. And I know WWE does their charity work and they don't really advertise as much. I love when they advertise it. I wish WWE would do more of it. I just, I love the way they advertise it and show like how they're not just being this extra wrestling company to try to compete with WWE. They're doing stuff for the community as well. And they're incorporating a lot of these charities into their wrestling events. So that's, I think that's really, really huge. But as for Double or Nothing, Ah, oh, something's gonna happen. A lot of people are saying, "Oh, CM Punk's gonna so, show so up." Let's let's speak. Let, let's talk yeah. about this because I got I got one or two graphics ready. Here we go. Since you All mentioned right. it, we were talking about the winner of the Casino Battle Royal. Here, will mm. go on to face the winner of Kenny Omega versus Chris Jericho. 
right? At a, a later date. Yeah. At a not, later not date, at not double, the same night. Yeah, let's let's mention that. Double. Not on the same night. Um, that being said, uh, let's explain the rules of the Casino Battle Royal, right? So it's going to be a situation where, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, the first five men will enter the Battle Royal. Yeah. And then so is it, I don't know the intervals, is it every five minutes? or is Three it every, minutes. Every yeah. three minutes, another five will five. come out. Yeah. So that's groups. Just that's concept. Right. It very, <laughs> it's a very interesting take, almost a cross between a Battle Royal and a Royal Rumble. Which is pretty cool. I, the Royal Rumble is my favorite event. It's usually near my birthday. Oh. Um, but you have a situation. If you do the math there, guys, 555, five, five, that's, that's going to end up being 20 after all is said and done. Which means the advantage goes to number 21. Mm-hmm. So I love the casino theme going here. I love the fact that it was changed from the you know over-the-budget Battle Royal 2 or whatever it was to the Casino Battle Royal. And now that leaves the room... For a big 21st entrant, in my opinion, I'm, I'm sure we all agree on that, right? Yeah. And now Tiff's got something to say. Do you? Oh who boy. do you think is going to be number 21? See, this has been driving me absolutely crazy. I can tell. It's really driving me crazy all week because every time like new pieces keep coming out during the week and it keeps making me change my predictions. Um, and I really love Anthony from Smart to Death idea originally with John Moxley being number 21 and obviously now because we're talking about that now that we know this that he thought that whoever won which he thought was Moxley was going to fight for uh, the championship later that night but now with this that it's going to be another day it's it this throwed everything off I talked about this on our prediction show yesterday for some reason uh, we said okay if Moxley is going to appear um, this is where he's going to appear. And then I was like, if he's not appearing, I originally went with Joey Ryan being number 21. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense for him to face, let's say, cause I'm thinking it's Omega, uh, Omega fighting for that title, not Jericho. No. Right. It's going to be Omega. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and- gonna be omega and then oh moxie could still be 21 now we said it because it would have championship implications but adam page still doesn't have a match for double or nothing they could just have a regular singles match those two yeah i don't know like me me and kyle were talking in dms about this yesterday and i was like you know i said now i'm starting to think maybe if moxley's not gonna appear so i I look at it like this i'm gung-ho if moxley's going to appear double or nothing he's gonna be number 21. if he's not going to appear i'm going i'm gonna say hangman page now because the match got canceled and nobody's expecting um for him to have a match so i'm thinking if he's gonna come out this is where he's going to come out I so, would love a him versus Kenny match for the title. Holy yeah, shit. I, I would too. I would too. But I'm, I'm also thinking about this in the business aspect. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm being Vinny. Uh, I'm being Vinny McMahon here. Tony Khan. Tony Khan. No, I was going to say little Vince McMahon. That's why I got tongue tied yeah. there. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. then I went with Vinny for some reason. So in the business sense here, Tony Khan, I'll be Tony Ken Khan. But here we go. Remember that the first hour of the show is the buy-in, essentially the pre-show. So to me, you end it, you end it on that battle royal, and mm-hmm. your twenty-one has to be someone big because it's the last chance people have to hit that buy button. No pun intended. Oh, that's right. But right. literally, if you see a name that you're like, "Holy crap!" They're with AEW. I need to buy Double or Nothing. It needs to be that kind of name. There's only two names I can think like that, and that's Moxley and CM Punk. 
Right. So to me, it's not going to be CM Punk. I, I just don't feel like it's going to be on my heart of hearts. To me, it's going to be John Moxley. Because now yeah. you have somebody you can build your brand off of. Um, and then Mox versus um, Omega. That's going to be a huge match to build. Mm-hmm. But I mean, at that point, if John, if you see John Moxley, remember it's going to be free on YouTube, free on social right. media. If you see John Moxley, Dean Ambrose, and you're a WWE fan, even you're like, oh my god, I got to buy this pay per view right now. Right. That's my opinion. So uh, to me, it, it has to be Moxley. That's I know a Kevin him. Nash, Scott Hall moment right there. Yeah. Right. Exactly. That's, that's them point. stepping onto the next show, like the the quote unquote silent competition, and. Just turning the page, going home, like the groundbreak. Like I said earlier, the, this is the groundbreaking strike in this world of professional wrestling. That it's going to change. The world of professional wrestling is going to change after Saturday. It's going to, Absolutely. regardless of what people feel about AEW, regardless of what people feel about WWE, the world is going to change after Saturday. Absolutely, and and I mean that's why I wanted to get you all on 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 this podcast because, I mean, the wrestling world is going to change, and I know we're all we're all amped for it. Isn't that mm. right, Brandon? Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm super amped. Don't be wrong. I don't, I'm not one of those people that want WWE to fail. I no, want them to see. Look at my freaking background. It's like three quarters WWE. I yeah. still have that deep love for the company. I just wish they took it in a different direction. I hope that this the the, the groundbreaking with AEW is going to help them change. I really do. Yeah. Now, I, I mean, yeah. I don't want any, either company to fail. I'll say it like that. Yeah, I maybe lean towards WWE as of right now being the key word there. Um, but... I want. I know how important it is for AEW to succeed in the wrestling business because it'll make it'll wake WWE's ass up to that they can't do the the tried old same method, the stuff that WCW was doing. Put it this way: WCW was in that the shitter back in the day too. WWE whooped their ass. Now, to me, it feels like WWE has become what WCW was, where and they were just using more coasting. legends than anything. Right, using legends and just thinking like they can throw money around and do whatever. And then you got the young upstart AEW that basically says, hey, we're going to take our younger roster. We're going to take the guys that are hungrier, you know, and and do something with them. It's the appeal of NXT. That's why NXT is doing so well. You got the hungry guys over there. You got a roster that wants to whoop the main roster's ass. I mean, you got that within WWE, much less AEW. Yeah. So... Brand I, wouldn't, I wouldn't wish WWE to fail. I know a lot of people are saying that. I wouldn't wish that. It's no, just but another promotion. That's the wrong way. That's the wrong way to go about it. Exactly. I mean, I I have a tweet and I was trying to find it. Uh, I wish I had it prepared. I throw up the slide right now, but um, I basically sent out a tweet that got a very very good response, and it was basically saying, you know, trying to find it. Oh. My exact words. Say this with me. I want WWE to succeed. I want All Elite Wrestling to succeed. I want both to thrive because I know it'll bring a bigger audience, help them make more money, and let us be entertained more. Competition equal good. Because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, we're all wrestling fans. It's as simple as that. You know, you, you should, if you're a football fan, you should want the XFL to succeed because the NFL has become. You know, it's kind of become stagnant. There's too many rules. Mm-hmm. There's too many this, too many that. They're catering to sponsors. You should want the XFL to succeed. Why? Because the NFL will feel like they need to do more. Yep. It's as simple as that. Exactly. So the same thing in professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. But, but Brandon, uh, back you in were, the double you, or nothing train. Yeah, I want to hear what right. Brandon's going to say here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was going to say uh, that, you know, all elite's got a lot going for it, but they don't have the biggest story in professional wrestling and that is the Dolph big Ziggler. dog 
What's, what's the biggest story of professional wrestling, Brandon? Uh, Dolph Ziggler, my friends. Dolph Ziggler has what? returned. Um, to see, I, I already know why, and I, I, and I, I don't blame him. I mean, Saudi Arabia is going to pay him a hefty sum for showing up. And why wouldn't you? You've been doing comedy acts for the last couple of months. And, you know, that there's not that much money in what he's doing. And I, I imagine maybe the bank's running a little bit dry. And, you know, there's always there's always that thing deep down in wrestlers who leave wrestling that they always want to come back to professional wrestling. They, there's never – it's like the, 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 the quote, never say never. Like, to them, they they never say this is the end. They always want to come back. Look at the legends that come back all the time, right? Like they would, they don't want to leave. They, it's just Dolph right. Ziggler wanted to come back for professional wrestling because he loves it. He he went to school for it. Like he he went through like college and you know in 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 high school wrestling uh, amateurly. So like he's always gonna want to come back to wrestling. But I'm not putting out the fact that he saw the that Kevin Owens didn't want to go. Okay, we're gonna give you what Saudi Arabia is gonna pay Kevin Owens, and you have a WWE Championship match. Why would you say no? So, so I'm going to burst your bubble, Kyle, because uh, first of all, that was really insightful, and I appreciate it. But Brandon is basically just trolling because he knows I hate Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> what? Wow. So Brandon wow. literally only wow. mentioned Dolph Ziggler because he wanted to be like, you know, Dolph Ziggler is the guy that's going to save this company. Uh, He's a good because comedian, he knows though. I can't I will stand say him. that. He's a good comedian. I've seen his comedy show. He's a good comedian. His, his whole comedy show that he puts together is actually pretty good. I went to it in the Royal Rumble. Uh, it was uh, the it was a, it was right after takeover, and it was hilarious. Like people he brought on, he had some professional like comedians on there too. Um, he had Tyler Breeze and Dillinger do a shtick. Um, who else did he have on there? He had uh, there's another guy on there, and I can't remember. Nia Jack showed up really late, and then they were doing like all these like the whole and it was during the question period. And and he was sitting, she was sitting right next to Dolph Ziggler, like really close. So people were like doing all these sexual questions towards them. <laughs> like they were like sleeping together <laughs> secretly. Oh, it was fantastic. It was just a, like a no holds barred pun intended, um, <laughs> pun intended type of comedy show. Like they just let loose. It's just it's another side of these wrestlers you don't see. Like it's it's fantastic. No, but, I'm sure uh, his I'm sure his stuff yeah. is great. That's the thing. That's the problem I have with Dolph Ziggler is because I, I'm not. It's not that I don't like Dolph Ziggler. It's that I'm I'm a a big believer that if something is kind of growing stagnant that you should change it up and yeah. to me Dolph Ziggler has been the same character for about 10 years and that's the problem I have with him I mean let's let's look at Cody Rhodes Cody Rhodes has tried everything under the sun anytime something gets stale he changes it uh, even just little things like now he dyed his hair blonde to look more like his father. He's had mustaches. He's done this. He's done that. And, and it's that's the problem I think I have with Dolph Ziggler is that you have everything it takes to be a top guy and you're not showing it. That being said, his promo that he did on SmackDown was the first time I believed him in years because usually it comes across like that whole like, you know, I'm owed this and I should do this and I should do that. But he almost came. He made me invest in their feud. Because I think it also has to do with the fact that the champion is Kofi Kingston. So here's a guy that he's been feuding with for about 10 years in the mid-card, you know, for the mid-card titles. And now he's basically wanting to take his WWE title because he feels like, oh, if Kofi got it, I'm going to take it from him because I took the U.S. title from him. I took the IC title from him. So now I believe the funny part, Brandon, you tried to troll, but I'm actually glad that Dolph Ziggler is back. <laughs> I'm trolling. You are yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely you're trolling. <laughs> no way. I got breaking news from all elite wrestling. Uh -oh. Oh. Yo, Tiff's, Tiff's keeping us updated. Here we go. Drum roll. Okay. 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 So double or nothing tickets 
there are more that they what? just oh. released. So if you guys are in Vegas and you did not buy tickets yet, you can buy them. Brandon. So- <laughs> Brandon, do you that. hear that? What's going on here? I have Saturday <laughs> off. <laughs> you going to drive to Vegas? Six hour flight. Yeah. I was going to say, there's these things called planes that we could take. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's it. That's <laughs> probably a better idea. Now. I thought that was a <laughs> Yeah. That's awesome though. That is awesome. I mean, that's to tell you it's that's crazy. to tell you basically that what they probably did was they probably had had some sections for like some VIPs or some other people that, you know, to give them tickets and now they're releasing they they filled those seats and they have extra tickets to give out now. So yeah. that's awesome. I mean, that's just more revenue for the company. And there's yeah. a lot more hype going into the, this weekend I think than 6 months ago right, when they go. released the tickets. <laughs> yeah, how, so, how, are, how are you guys uh, watching uh, the pay per view? I'm ordering it on. No, I'm up in Canada. Can't see it, but I have a Canadian flag yeah. right down there. We're all flying to Canada. Road trips. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. Slam Hub Wrestling. Yes, we are recording something. He's on our Instagram Live. Jump on YouTube and watch us. Um, so yes. But yes, I'm ordering through Fight TV. Um. I will be watching it Saturday night. Uh, I know Tiff is going somewhere to watch it. Yes, I'm going to my friend Bride and Margaret. I think they're ordering on paper. Margaret's in the chat right now. Hi, Margaret. Margaret, shout out to you. <laughs> Margaret, if you want to send us the pay-per-view link, we'll take it. <laughs> but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to reverse us back to when we were talking about the 21st yeah. entrant here. Yes. And you mentioning CM Punk. I actually have a prediction for CM Punk. I don't think we're yes, going to see anything on YouTube, by the way. of CM Punk until... August 31st, which is the date, or, I think, or is it September 1st they're doing All In 2? Uh, I forgot about Chicago. All In 2, to be honest with you. Chicago, God. of all mm. places, the last pay-per-view before their TV show. Right. What Absolutely. better way to come up into the AEW than in your hometown where you know you're going to get that pop? Absolutely, and that goes back to me saying, I think, I think we're on to something, guys. We put all of our brains together. I think... John Moxley, twenty-one, yeah. uh, Casino I, Battle I Royal, it's, and it's gonna CM Punk all in two. Yep. Okay. And then there's gonna be someone bigger for their first TV show. Something's gonna happen. Something's gonna happen. Marty Skrull, maybe. Marty Skrull. It's gonna happen eventually. Whether it's he's coming, I, it, no, it, I, there's no yeah. doubt in my mind. Marty Skrull's gonna be out. in, in AEW. He used to be a part of the elite, and they just forgot about him. No, Absolutely, I think Marty Skrull is going to be there, so I'm not too worried. Yeah. This is this is something that I'm. Which sure we knew, me and Tiff found out his contract's done near the end of the year, so yeah. it's right around the time they're having their first TV taping. So who right. knows? There we go. So guys, I mean, let's let's go into. Um, I, I don't have graphics for all of them, but another match that is on the buy-in. Let's talk about this one right here. So we got Kip Sabian versus Sammy G. Sammy G. Sammy Guevara. Boy, Sammy G. Okay. Yes, Sammy G. <laughs> He's awesome. So who are we thinking, who we thinking wins this one? I think me and Kyle both agreed on this one yesterday on the yes, podcast. Sammy G. Outside Sammy G. The young up-and-coming prospect in professional wrestling, Sammy G, in his uh, – his vlog. I, I predicted yesterday. I think he's going to incorporate his vlog into this match somehow, whether it's in his entrance or mid-match. He's going to grab the video camera. <laughs> it's going to be. It, there's going to be something to do with his vlog in this match. Guarantee can, it. Can we agree that Sammy has it? Like the guy screams star, and he's what, like 24, 25? Is he even that old? 
He's I, he's on the younger side. I, and... I find out his, his actual age because I I I seen it the other day and I've totally spaced out just now. I thought it was it's somewhere twenty three or twenty five, but he is a younger guy, and I mean he's got it. He's got the look. He's actually got pretty good size about him, which is which is strange. But I mean, here's a guy that I think he's going to be a sleeper candidate for um, all elite wrestling. I think he's a future star. And he already has a good fan base behind him. Absolutely. Like he's got a, a really good following, especially with his vlog. Uh, he was born in 93, so yeah. he's uh, Damn. he's 26 years old. Okay. So I was going off oh, of the press conference. He'll be 26 on July 28th. Yes. I was going to say, I'm going off of the uh, when he was in Vegas and he was announcing himself. I'm pretty sure he said uh, he was 25. Yeah, there we go, 25. Danny just put in the chat because he yep. watched the – the elite yep. the hangman page is not wrestling he says on bt due to me oh so i don't know i kind of feel like it's still a work work could be it's work i think yeah. it's work there's no way I'm telling it's you a... i think he's gonna come out on the whole match like two yeah. days ago yeah and they yeah, canceled it's... it before <laughs> it's a work it's a work in some way shape or form i don't know if it means that it's still gonna be you know pack pock if you will uh versus hangman page or if this means that, you know, it's going to be someone else uh, filling that spot. But it's absolutely a work in some way because guess what? We're on a podcast talking about it right now. So yeah. they did they did it right. I mean, we're talking nice. double or nothing. <laughs> we're talking about this. We're intrigued as to what's going to happen. Brand- <laughs> Hold on. The comment says, Brandon looks confused. Yes, Brandon has no idea who we're talking about right now. Sorry. Let's WWE eyes it a little bit. Neville. Neville. Right. He yeah, knows who no, Neville no. is. You may know him as Adrian Neville from NXT, Brandon. Bastard. Oh, the bastard. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was looking up pictures of uh, the Kip Sabian guy. Oh, he's <laughs> good. Oh, yeah. I watched a couple of highlight videos of him. He's This is uh, this is why this match is going to gonna be an insane pre-show match and get people. This is another match that's going to get people invested and maybe want to buy it, seeing this style of wrestling, and they're going to put on these guys are going to put on a show to get you invested into this pay-per-view. Like, damn, like, if this is what I'm going to get in this pay-per-view, I'm going to go out and buy it and watch the rest of it. Right. Like, these guys are going to put on a show. Absolutely. It's going to be very flashy. It's going to be, like, it's going to be uh, akin, Brandon, just to explain it in your term, but it's going to be akin to, like, an X Division, uh, you know, match That's for right. TNA they, back they, in the day. That's you know right. what I mean? X-Division so this is going to put title. some eyes. Right. It's going to put some eyes on the product. Um, and then that'll lead into the buy-in, which will get a big name in there. Boom. I mean, they're doing – I already see the pieces in, in play, and, and it's it's looking pretty good. If I wasn't buying this pay-per-view, I would be very, very interested to buy this pay-per-view after mm-hmm. that buy-in. <laughs> so Danny says, now I wonder if the pack thing is a work. You know, by the way, I say pack like that because he's English. Yeah. So it's funny. Even though the majority of us say pack. I'm like, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be pack. pack. I like what Sam Hub Wrestling said. Hell no, it's a work. Neville is going to return next week on Raw. And yes. It's 24-7. <laughs> Take that. 24-7. He, he is a trip. So he's, I'm you know, king of the cruiserweights, not a king of the 24-7. <laughs> I'm the king all the time. I can't do a Neville impression anymore. A pop impression. But So Slam Hub Wrestling is our resident troll. Uh, every podcast has one. He's a resident troll. Um, I like he and, he and Wrestle Mar- Marvel for three three three, who absolutely can't stand Brandon. In fact, he says, <laughs> "Brandon, you need to do your homework. Less sleeping, more researching." <laughs> so, I mean, 
these are my two favorite people that join us on the <laughs> podcast chats always. But let's get into, I mean, there's a couple of graphics that I actually didn't pull. I think we should talk about Kylie Ray versus uh, mm-hmm. Britt Baker versus Nyla Rose. Mm, yeah. Huge, especially the uh, um, Nyla Rose, who literally is the first ever transgender woman in professional wrestling to be signed to Absolutely. a contract, which is Absolutely. that is again another groundbreaking thing that AEW is doing and and being the you know the alternative. They're they're doing stuff and giving. I love the way that they're giving shots to people that won't normally get a shot in professional wrestling to be signed to a big company and get their their wrestling and their craft out there for the world to see. So I love that. And they're doing that with Nyla Rose, which is amazing because she's a, she's a beast. Like that whole press conference got me yeah, amped for that match. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Nyla <laughs> Rose, no um, let's talk about her. If you haven't seen her Twitter, please, she's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Please go on her Twitter wrestling fans. Holy crap. I, I wasn't not to say I wasn't a fan. I didn't really know much about her, but just after reading her Twitter, I'm like, Holy crap amazing and then i i comment back tongue-in-cheek and she's she's been uh liking what i said so i'm a big fan of her brandon um yeah and i guess you'll see you'll see her for the first time on saturday i'll see her for the first time on saturday brandon, are no, you I coming did... over for double or nothing um you need perhaps to... you yeah need... i might need, uh it might be a delay thing i'll let you know uh, i gotta see here uh yeah i'll click the schedule but yeah, I'll try. I'll try to get over there. Probably be delayed. <laughs> if not, I'll have to get it. Get it myself. You know how it goes. Wow. No, just, I buy, did, just buy it for me. But yeah, yeah, as you I'll, I'll buy it for you. Yeah. <laughs> I did do a, a little bit of research. Uh, you know, I checked out Kylie Ray. She's fantastic. Absolutely. Smiley fantastic. Kylie Ray. She's awesome. That's right, man. She's yeah. basically the Bailey of AEW. Absolutely. Yeah. But, Absolutely. Yeah, but I think I think better. You know, almost. At least, at least I hope so. Anyway, uh, we'll see what happens. But hopefully, they'll do some uh, intergender stuff too uh, later on the road. You know, once the main show starts up. I love shows. Yeah, that goes. So, so Kylie Ray, I would have agreed with you until Sunday, where I feel like at least the Bailey arc is headed in the right direction. Because I'm thinking they they did revamped her a little bit. I want to be fair to Bailey because I would absolutely agree with you. But I'm like, man, after that night she had on Sunday, they completely resurrected her. So Kylie Ray's got some big shoes to fill in that sense, but I I don't think we should put them in the same category anyway because yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Kylie yeah. Ray is an amazingly different wrestler. Um, mm-hmm. She lives that gimmick. I love I love that the, the cutie pie type gimmicks anyway. You know because it works out perfectly. Um, I try I want to have that myself in professional wrestling. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I that was Brandon. Yeah, he's doing a better <laughs> job at it than me. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I have a question since you guys are the WWE podcast. Do you yes. guys think this whole Bailey thing is a big shot at Sasha Banks? No, I don't. I don't think it was a big shot at Sasha Banks. But you see, I'm, I remember I told you I'm like Mr. Positive. Yeah. I don't think it was a shot at Sasha Banks. I think it was almost like a thank you to Bailey because like we put you through some shit to, and you stuck it out and here is your reward. I think they I think I hate to say it, but I think WWE does that. I think they take somebody completely down the shitter on, and then bring them completely back up. I mean, that's that 50-50 booking. So mm-hmm. Bailey did business, lost the titles, did things the right way, and then WWE was like, all right, we're giving you the briefcase. And then, oh, by the way, you're winning the title. To yeah, me, yeah. that was to me that was probably meant for Sasha, and she didn't realize it. Did you see the graphic from the network? 
I did. I, I threw it up. It I threw Sasha it up on our Instagram. <laughs> I did. Uh, I threw it up on our Instagram, which was, uh, was like, a lot of, it's, it's so funny that people, though, they're like, they're like, yeah. WWE's taking needless shots. And it's like, guys, that predates her leaving. It's just, yeah. it's just her character. <laughs> Be legit. Don't quit. You know, don't quit the network, in other words. Uh, Brandon, I'm sure you haven't seen that yet. It's a picture. I wish I had it right now to throw right. it up. It's a picture of Sasha Banks. And uh, it, it's just her posing and it says, Be legit. Don't quit when you try to cancel the network. <laughs> and uh, it's kind of ironic in yeah. current times. That's very so, ironic. Very, very <laughs> ironic. So yeah, now, what about I, Sasha I leaving? Even... The question is, yeah. now, what about Sasha leaving and walking over to AEW? I think that's absolutely Oof. what she wants to do, right? I mean, that's that's what they're what trying to do. What is Mercedes Martinez doing in the impact zone? <laughs> <laughs> the impact zone. I used to love that every time they used to say, like, yeah, that was my favorite new name. What is he doing in the impact zone? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. And, and it would always just be really ridiculous. Uh, really ridiculous. Like, I can't think of I can't think of one right yeah. off the top of my head. But um, she's AW. She wouldn't be Sasha Banks. That's for sure. WWE's no, going to copyright the shit out of that name. <laughs> but Mar Mercedes Mar Martinez is not exactly the yeah. worst name in the world, you know, so mm. or just Mercedes. Mercedes, exactly. Kind of a stripper name, but you know it works. <laughs> Brandon, can you verify if that's a stripper name? Uh, yes, I can. I'll look it up right now. Let's just say, stripper let's name. just say, I can never find him on a Friday night. Anyway, I, oh, Mercedes God. Banks. Oh God, Mercedes Ooh. Banks, stripper names. Money Mercedes. Money. Oh, <laughs> it, impact Zone. That's the Impact Zone one. Yeah, that's the excellent. But let's revert back to the triple yes. threat match, shall we? Yes, <laughs> and absolutely. Talk about the third woman who I think yes. is going to win the match yes. is Doctor Britt Baker. Yes, she's amazing. I just love the gimmick. That's not really a gimmick. Yes. You know, it's do you have it, Tiff? It is real. Tiff, what? do you have it on you right now? Before I uh, the, call the... attention to it. You know I gotta what I'm get, get it though. That was the best <laughs> I thing I've ever seen in life. The Tiff's getting it for you guys, and I'll, I'll leave it as a big surprise. But what wrestling crate included in this this month's crate for AEW for Britt Baker probably was the greatest thing of life. Yes. Oh my God. It was amazing. <laughs> and it's it's because I I used to get those things with my like doctor on it. Like right, that's right. that's what made me laugh. I'm like, oh my god, like this is priceless. Absolutely. And, um, but I, I'm excited for her because I'm excited to see or to hear her new theme song because they featured it in a Being the Elite or Road to Double or Nothing episode of uh, them having that woman and that producer making her own theme song that's all dentist related. Okay. So, okay, here, here we, we go. go. So here's this is what Drum they featured roll, in the pro wrestling crate this month for AEW: right. the Britt Baker toothbrush. Hey. Right. <laughs> Wait, is that her personal toothbrush? And they just wrapped it up? It says, no, yeah, they, they actually Dr. put Baker. that in yeah, the Pro Wrestling Crate this month. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. And thank you for putting up to the camera there. So, again, she lives the gimmick. She actually is a dentist. You know what I mean? So, I mean, awesome. she has her own practice. I mean, that is awesome. You know, so she is living the gimmick. I wish I could do something like that. Um, it's smart, too, because if... God forbid anything she gets injured later down the line or doesn't want to do this anymore. At least she has this to fall back. That's right. right. And that's kind of what I'm saying is that she's she understands that. I mean, she could, God forbid, yeah, one match and then career ender, ending injury. At least she has something to fall back on. And she's good at it, too. Oh, yeah. 
So that's awesome. Funny part is her new theme song is, if I'm not mistaken, named Nova Kane. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. so awesome. <laughs> oh man, I'm excited for for AEW, yeah. man. I'm I'm actually so is Kenny Omega's definitely getting a new theme song, right? Yeah, his is going to be a collaboration of uh, the current one, Devil Sky, and mm-hmm. his old Mega Man theme. Really? So it's gonna be it's gonna be a collaboration of both with some new with some new incorporated with it with the new co- uh, producer he's producing with, and I'm like, oh man, okay. and I love Devil Sky and I love this Mega Man's theme, so. This is going to be good. I have a feeling he says it's good. So if I I have all faith in Kenny, that's good. I'm pretty sure he wouldn't choose something that's mediocre. Like he's especially he's known for, for his Devil Sky promotion. music. Yeah. yeah. Um, can we get Jim Johnston working with AEW, please? There My was favorite. that big rumor back in the day that he <laughs> like, was that he was like he got asked. I don't know if he's going to. I don't know if that's going to be a thing that they announce later. But I remember when they, there was first talks and. Like Meltzer was reporting it, saying that like, oh, there's there's been talks, but there's no approval yet. There, there's just there's just been minimal chit chatter between both of them. So I don't know, maybe, maybe Jim Johnson said, can I have this money? And they're like, no. And he's like, okay, well, I'm gonna have to decline, because after that, I had heard nothing. Like the talks must have just went silent unless they have plans to announce this in another way in the future. So or maybe it'll be even on Saturday. Who knows? But uh, there was talks between the company and Jim Johnson. So that'd be dope. Yeah. I loved his. I loved his. I loved his entrance team. They're great. So, the the best thing about Jim Johnson, not to segue too far, but he never viewed it as writing wrestling themes. He he viewed it as writing a score for a wrestling character, writing something to encapsulate them in a song, and and that's why I like his music so much better because it's not a forty second fucking loop. I mean, Just, I'm not gonna I, I'm not gonna hate on CFOs. They've made some good songs. Yeah. But they're no Jim Johnston. I mean, put it this way. The last good theme song, or the last theme song Jim Johnston made was Baron Corbin's. And that's like, in the current day. The, I love that. Right. Yeah. It's like a complete song. It's got two verses. It's got a, uh, a third verse. Like, it's a bridge, I should say. Whereas it, you know, again, CFO's songs, they loop every mm-hmm. 40 seconds. So, I mean, you can't really get into it. So, yeah. um, really, really hope he goes with AEW because I think he will do a lot. People will not believe me when I say this, but he would be able to make those guys look like stars just because he would make a piece of music that would be able to just encapsulate their character and project them onto TNT and say, this is what we're, what I'm about in just a couple notes. So I'm excited. Hopefully Jim Johnson does reconsider Jim Johnson. If you are listening or watching us, uh, please, please come to my house first of all i want to hang out with you and then second of all um, <laughs> sign with AEW bring him to Anthony's house since we're, we're all bringing, so we're yeah we're, we're this is a triple threat <laughs> podcast right now because we're talking about Anthony from smart to death there's an inside joke uh, because Tiff and i usually join his chat uh, when he does his live episodes and we we were talking about throwing a party at his house for double or nothing and bringing <laughs> some craft beer for me and her and bringing some natty light for everybody else <laughs> So we're asking him how big the grill is, where he hit the key. It's just become this huge inside joke. We've we've overtaken his show, the poor guy. Yeah, the last week and a half in his chat has been taken over. (laughs) But I guess let's get, I mean, let's talk about another. I mean, I got only two matches, two graphics, I should say, for matches. So any other matches we want to talk about before the two main events? Oh, yeah. How about the, uh, I guess it's going to be a six-woman tag. Mm-hmm. Yes, match. That's gonna be sick. That might steal the show, actually. No, absolutely. It's just gonna be. I mean, you remember what the six-man tag at the end of uh, All In looked like? 
Mm-hmm. The, I think the energy is going to be even better in this match. You know, I mean, you got six of the best women in the world, not just not just in you know America, in the world competing. This is going to be. I, I, I'm going to be Jr. for a second. It's going to be a barn burner. <laughs> <laughs> Man, my girl Sheeta though. I'm I become such. A uh, uh, a mark. Oh my god! I've been watching her like nonstop the last couple of weeks. She's my absolute fave in this match. I cannot wait. I'm I'm becoming a huge fan of hers. So I think with her now signed to AEW, she's probably going to be one of my favorites in the company Absolutely. for sure. I just I I love her style of wrestling, and I'm, I'm a huge huge fan of Jap the Japanese style of wrestling oh, as yeah, well. Yeah. Like I I'd be so invested in this match, and. Uh, fun fact, actually, not a lot of people knew this. I found out before we did a review. Is Aja Kong had a brief stint in WWF back in the yes. mid nineties. No, you didn't. Oh, I knew that. Yeah. You, you didn't know that. Yeah. I had no idea. Aja Kong absolutely was in the WWF for a little bit. The names looked familiar for a yeah. while. I'm like, man, where have I seen that? Where have I heard this name before? And I looked it up on Wikipedia. I'm like, damn, that's where it was. Like mid nineties, mm-hmm. she had a brief stint in WWF, so she's been in here for a while. Absolutely, so, good for her. Absolutely. Um, Best friends versus Evans and Angelico. Yes, that's another good match. We'll talk about that in one second. Um, mm. But yeah, I think this is a match I think you can open the show with because it will set the pace for the rest of the show. That's how good yeah. this match is. I think, in my opinion, there's only two spots you ever really want to be in, and that's uh, either you're the start of the show or the end of the show. And so that's to tell you how good this match has the potential of being. Um, I think you you open the show up with it, and you just set the precedent for what AEW is going to be. Um, I actually predicted is going to be SCU versus uh, Stronghearts to open the show. SCU opening a show Simple. with their entrance first, yes. and then getting the crowd hype with their promo in mid in mid ring, the worst yeah. town promo. Uh, yeah. like, and they're going to get so much like they're going to get they're going to get the cheers at first, and then they're going to try to. I predicted that they're going to try to get heat, but it's not going to work because with a rowdy crowd, the double or nothing is going to be. Yeah. They're just going to be like the raw after, everyone. Yeah, they're going to get the raw after yeah. mania crowd. Type style, but maybe eventually get some heat, and that's when the strong hearts will come out. And yeah. I think I, I predicted that maybe because I know the strong hearts are uh, are really good, too, especially Shima, who's I didn't really know up until dub, uh, being the elite. And then I looked him up, and I was told that he's like a uh, AJ Styles slash Ricochet style type of high flyer. So nice. That's I'm excited that, for that. I mean, I yeah. talked yesterday on the prediction that I think SCU is going to put uh, the so hearts over. Strong heart. I mean, strong heart. Sorry. <laughs> Don't break stuff, Tiff. It's just just one little mistake. It's okay. Oh. <laughs> Brandon makes them all the time. Yeah, every time, every episode. <laughs> I screw something up. Sorry. But um, yeah, so I, I think they're gonna put them over. Yeah. Um, we got a question from Slam Hub Wrestling. It says, by the way, will double or nothing crowd attendance break G1 Supercard crowd attendance? Ooh. Because G1 was sold out to the rim. Yes. We were there. Oh, my God. They, it went all the way to the top of MSG. Like, all the way, way at the top of the standing room. Like, it was it was packed in there. That's going to be interesting to see. That, I'm that's curious a, to see if they do. I, I was going to say yes. Like, absolutely, it's going to happen because it's, you know. Um, oh, we lost Kyle again. Yeah, my camera again. Yeah, your camera went out again. It's okay. Hopefully it comes back. It's okay. I'll fill the time. Don't worry. Here we go. Um, shame. shame. Which I got some Shame. Yeah, where's the shame? <laughs> there he is. He's back. Okay, of course. Of course the camera turns back on when he starts ringing the bell. I'm pretty sure he did it on purpose. But what I was going to say is, like, 
I was originally going to say, hey, double or nothing absolutely will will break it. But then I'm thinking about it. You already had the Mania crowd in place. You had 80,000 people going for Mania, you know, so trickling mm-hmm. over to the G1 Supercard. Um, that is actually a tough question. I don't know how to answer that. I The G1 Supercard may may edge it just by a little bit. Yeah. Um, but in my heart of hearts, I hope double or nothing beats it because it would... I mean, that would be one for the record books. I mean, we'd be talking yeah. about it for years. Like, hey, did you hear, you know, Double or Nothing surpassed All In, surpassed the G1 Supercard. It really set AEW in the right trajectory. I think it will. Yeah. I, and I really don't think... I can see them poking fun at it on a future BTE about inflation because there's always those rumors of Darby inflating their numbers. Right. And for attendance, I think we're going to get an exact number. And they're gonna make uh, they're gonna make fun of it on the next BTE after Double or Nothing about inflation. I guarantee we're gonna get a small, small, small jab at that. One hundred percent. It'll be like some someone's gonna be like, oh, we had there was like fifty thousand fans over there at Double or Nothing. <laughs> okay, so Justin Martinez um, has kind of clarified that Madison Square Garden holds more people than the oh. MGM Garden Arena, so it may not yeah. be physically possible to do unless. We get people just crowding around ringside like we do in Japan. So, <laughs> kayfabe inflation. <clears throat> kayfabe inflation. Yeah, we'll just, let's just inflate the numbers. Yeah. We don't have to know that Madison Square Garden holds more people. Yeah. All right. <laughs> the lie. It was edited on Wikipedia. Uh, well, they so, just released more tickets, so you never know. It could be like, you know, sitting on the, the stairs. So, who knows? Right. Fire hazard, <laughs> but still. We don't we don't leave anybody out. Stairs. Get up there. You guys want to sit in the floor back here? Go ahead. <laughs> two to a seat, guys. Two to a seat. We'll, tra- we'll charge you a GA uh, special okay. price, general admission. <laughs> there you go. They'll, they're hanging from the rafters. That's, that's no. how it's <laughs> literally. No, literally. Uh, actually, I shouldn't speak about that. Today is the 20, 20th anniversary of Owen Hart's passing. So oh, God rest no. his soul. Way like, to break was, it down. I, I know, yeah. But, <laughs> hey, how do you think uh, I feel? I, that every for a year on my birthday. Uh, I uh, I know. I saw it live All when right. it happened. I was 10 years old. And I was like, oh. Yeah, me too. That was tough. Yeah, right. on that on that illegal cable box. I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you um, know what's best? I met him like a couple of weeks before that. Oh, in Queen. that's so sad. I was like, oh, I was like, was like, he the blue blazer? <laughs> no, he was just regular clothes. He was just hanging out. But let's oh, get geez. back. Let's get back to May twenty third being Kyle's birthday, the most <laughs> amazing day in the in ever. We apologize because yeah, that's got to be tough as a wrestling fan, man. Um, but anyway, let's get back into it. So uh, I'm going to hang back because I don't really know these guys as much. Uh, I mean, I know about the best friends, but best friends versus Evans and Angelico. I'll let you all take the feel on that one. So as for the best, best friends, I mean, the majority of the wrestling fans more cater to the independent scene. People know about who Trent Beretta is and, and you know, just all about the, 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 the best friends. But as for Jack Evans and... I'm being told I said oh, Angelico. It's Jack the first Evans, time. like as in the Jack Evans, the crazy super flying Jack Evans. Yes. Okay, the, I know him. Jack yeah. So Angelico, or I was corrected on the one podcast we did, Angelico, because I guess he's Spanish. No, I'm sorry, Angelico. Right. I, I anyways, I'm gonna say Angelico because I'm I'm Caucasian. <laughs> That's how we say it. That's how we say names. <laughs> Angelico in Jalapeno. Jalapeno, right? Uh. Yeah. So I didn't know about them either. Jack Evans, I 
briefly knew and Helga had no idea until being the elite when they did show that little promo package of them, which got me pretty hyped for the match. I'm like, okay, these guys are really they they come from a long way in the independent scene. I briefly was it yesterday, last night actually I watched a brief highlighted match. Uh, for Angelico, and he's actually really cool. I love his in-ring, and he has got some in-ring antics to his style of wrestling, which is, I think, we're going to see in this match. This match screams to me a lot of antics by uh, the, the the best friends at first, and then we're going to get more of a serious style of wrestling. I know that the whole this whole shtick and this whole buildup was just the best friends trying to get on the main card. They were originally announced for their battle royal. Bad decision about it. Yeah, Bad decision. On being the elite, they threatened the young bucks' kids. <laughs> then the young pit, the young bucks, silently poke fun at the Firefly uh, Playhouse with all the kids being in Matt's room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they uh, they had, they made Trump Retta apologize to the children after that, after threatening, and he's like, "No, that was Chuck. That was Chuck. It wasn't me." <laughs> but as for the match, like I'm excited because I think Jack Ooh. Evans and this is going to be a type of match for the best friends to put over those two. Absolutely. I'm the, the the majority of the crowd knows who the, the best friends are. Right. I keep wanting to say super best friends from South Park. I, I can't <laughs> I can't stop myself sometimes for saying super best friends, but they they know who they're, what they're about is the other two we're not that familiar with. We're familiar with Jack Evans. Obviously, I think it's Angelico that a lot, a lot of people know. I know there's been a couple of fans of ours that have come out and say, oh, yeah, I've seen this guy, and he's good, and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, there's probably a majority of us that are solely turning to AEW that have no idea. Absolutely. So I think this is going to be yeah. that kind of match where the, the best friends put those guys over, but I did go with the best friends in this match <laughs> to win the match. Um, oh, no, no, I went with no, uh, Jack Abington and Jellico because I think yeah. that they're going to demand to be on the next fight for the Fallen for the main card, and they're going to be on the pre-show again. They're going to be announced for the pre-show. They're going to do a whole the Bean D stick again. Yeah, storyline. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Jack Evans, um, you know, I, I misspoke. I didn't realize it was Jack Evans that was uh, in this match. And if you haven't seen Jack Evans, I think he was on a, oh my God, what's that show? Wrestling Society X back in the day. Um, so he's done, he's crazy. He's absolutely crazy with his high flying like mm. i'm talking about like he was doing things uh ricochet does if not more back in like oh two oh three like around that time um the guy's crazy like he does like a like a double 450 uh, yeah. at the time at least it was insane like it was insanity uh i don't know that's obviously it's been a couple of years so he's probably you know taking a mm. couple steps back added some psychology in there but we'll see I we'll believe see. he was also the one guy. It was like a couple of years ago. He suffered like a seizure mid-match as well. Like oh, there was okay. like a scary yeah. moment with him as well. Gotcha. I, I, I believe it was Jack Evans. I'm, I'm almost certain it was Jack Evans. Oh man, that but, sucks. Uh, yeah, but uh, this is—he's gonna be. Um, I know there's like I've seen a gif of him as well. He—he's—he's he's wrapped up in all of the the streamers, and he's just going nuts. And there's like um, he looks like a mummy after he's like done flailing around with all the streamers that the the, the crowd throws into the ring. So uh, I, I've seen that gift before, but I, I'm excited for this match. I think this is going to be a very, very good match and a good showing for Helico and Jack Evans. <laughs> well, Mark, so let's Mark let's talk. Uh, yeah, I was oh, going to say, you want to read it, Tiff? Because I, I was going to read it, but go go right okay. ahead. 
Yeah, that's my friend. That's who I'm going to their house. Yep. So I, I wrote her in the chat and I said, I'm getting a mop for her because I just know like this match she's really excited for. But she said, watching uh, from watching uh, Angelico and Jack Evans in, in Lucha Underground and the Indies, they're very similar. Plus, best friends are just great and entertaining. This is going to be a great match to showcase everyone. So, gotcha. getting a mop for you, okay? Getting a mop for <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right, so let's go into these two matches because I have a feeling Brandon has to go to work pretty soon. Is that true, Brandon? Okay. Uh, probably. <laughs> yeah, maybe, you know. Yeah. We've got a little longer. There's a thing that I have to go to that makes money, you know. Oh, I guess about... I have to go. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about the matches, obviously, most people are going to be excited for right here. First up, let's talk about Alpha versus Omega 2. Oh, boy. I'm How we feel pumped. About this? Pumped. Yeah. I this feud. I, I think it was been a year and a half, almost two years since Wrestle Kingdom twelve. So that was that was a year about. Well, no, about a, a year and a half ago. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Wrestle Kingdom twelve. January, that was yeah. the start of that. Even before that, that lead up to that was just. I got hyped for that, and then when I watched the match at Wrestle Kingdom twelve, I'm like, damn, like to see Jericho in a non. WWE way like since ever since back in his old indie day like he started out in New Japan way back before WCW that's how he was noticed by WCW and he hasn't been there since and to see him in this current state of Jericho and to put on that good of a match I know Kenny did carry most of the match not all of it but he did have a lot of help in making that match as good as it was and you know he all got, the red he got his master all the red shoes yeah. involvement just killed me when he beat up his that son was, and everything, yeah, like it was <laughs> like, oh thing, man, like the it, best thing for me was when it was you, you, you know, with the Japanese crowd that there's a lot of screaming from the Japanese woman, and throughout the whole match, you could hear like the Japanese, Kenny, Kenny, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah, every Jericho's every silent part you could hear yeah. that, yeah, Jer Jericho's climbing up to the top turnbuckle, and a girl says, and he turns to her and goes, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, and just you know, uh, it was, was funny. I didn't see it live, but a friend told me, uh, you know, a friend that watches New Japan, he goes, When you do watch it, he goes, Do me a favor because I know you have uh, access. He goes, Do me a huge favor, go find the actual stream with Kevin Kelly. And so, and so I, I didn't understand, I didn't understand Don Callis and Kevin Kelly stuff. I was like, I didn't understand what he was saying. Well, actually, no, at the time, who was who was commentating? Um, in New I, Japan? I unfortunately watched it in, J in Japanese. Oh, you did? Okay, right. well. If you watch it, it with the original English commentary, they're the announcers that get attacked during this match when when oh, Chris Jericho right. Is, right. <laughs> so yeah, so he did me a huge favor. He was like, "Don't watch it with Jr. in house with the in house commentary. Listen to their commentary because all of a sudden Kevin goes like run like all of a sudden they're just you know they get their shit rocked, and it was amazing. It was it was just an amazing amazing match. And so that being said, they got big shoes to fill. I'm almost. I hate to say it, but I'm almost like not hyped for this match because I'm like, there's no way they can top that first match. It's, it's not, it's not no holds barred either. Pun Correct. It's, uh, it, it's, it's just going to be a regular, it's going to be more wrestling than anything else in this match. Yeah. And I think Jericho can do it. I'd seen him. I've seen a lot of recent pictures of him getting in he's shape. Like he's, yeah, he's training. He's a lot. training for this match. I think he knows there's going to be a lot more that he's going to need to sh live up for, for this match. And, I think he's going to put a lot of it on himself on the line here because we know his contract with AEW is uh, mostly part-time. Like He's not going to be 
wrestling 200 days a year. He's going to be right. once in a while when they need him kind of thing. And I, you know, there's a lot of people who make fun of that. Like, oh, he's, he's basically Brock Lesnar. Um, yeah, but he's earned it at this point. And it, I always hate when people hate on Brock Lesnar for, for that reason. Because to me, if, if you look at the territory days, and I, I don't mean to rant, but if you look at the territory days, you had a situation where the big champion would go to the smaller shows periodically to help their brand out. So yeah. I kind of like the feel of having a part-timer. I, I know people hate the part-time concept, but I kind of like it in that sense because it's kind of like you could tune in one week and it's like, oh, shit, Brock Lesnar's here. Or, oh, shit, Chris Jericho's yeah. here. Exactly. So. Um, so, yeah, I'm in that sense, I, I'm liking that he's going to be putting all he's, he's putting it all into this match. And I think it's it's going to live up to their to Wrestle Kingdom 12 match. I don't know if it's going to be better. I just I've loved the buildup even after Wrestle Kingdom 12 of him showing up at all in last year as Pentagon Jr. And oh, attacking Kenny and, and saying, like, I'll see you on the Jera Cruise. And they had that awesome six man tag match on the Jera Cruise. Um, which I'm jealous that me and Tiff's buddy Jimmy was on that cruise to watch. What? Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy's, a, Jimmy's the biggest mark in in the wrestling world. I'm telling you right now. He was actually. He's in the air right now. He's going to double enough. You fuck. Oh, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's actually, if you look closely, if you watch the celebration with the crowd with the title belt, if you look to the bottom right, the guy with the big goatee, that's Jimmy. Yeah. Like he's always at ringside. He's, I'm gonna Jimmy post a picture. Jimmy is that happy Undertaker guy from Raw 25 that you see him like marking out and shit like that. So oh yeah, when Undertaker came out at Raw 25, they had the camera paying the I'm crowd. The guy's like, look at ah, all of his back. Ah, that's Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> but yeah, he's. Uh, I think. Um, God, what was I with that? <laughs> God damn it, Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy's very distracting. Sorry, Jimmy. guys. <laughs> now that this match is even, like, it's even bigger than it was advertised. Now, with this midweek announcement of the winner of that is going to get a title opportunity. Yeah. That just adds to And they announced that this Absolutely. is going to be the main event. Now, Tiff, remember my predictions yes. of this being, I predicted that this was going to be the main event because my left field prediction was hilarious for this. So it's not going to happen now that with the title implication, but my left side prediction for this match, uh, in, uh, it incorporates Jericho during the Double or Nothing series saying that he wants a, a, a AW public apology or a, sorry, a, uh, a thank you. A thank you from being, everybody yeah. in AEW. So, yeah. I pull up here. I actually have the document up here. So I predicted that, um, here we go. So, this <laughs> is interesting. So, uh, since Jericho has been messing around with Cody and the Young Bucks for the last couple of months through the B&D Elite and the Road to Double or Nothing, I would have Cody and the Bucks come out at the end of the match. And let's say and this is if Jericho wins and he's demanding his company-wide apology, or uh, uh, not apology, but the thank you from them. And then Cody, the Bucks, and Kenny all look at each other and just beat the living shit out of Jericho. <laughs> Each given a finisher, and then they end up with the Meltzer driver on Jericho. And then uh, Cody grabs the mic and goes, uh, here's your thank you. You're fired. <laughs> and then fires him. Now hear me out. Jericho disappears now. We don't hear from him. He's off social media about AEW. We don't see any tweets, no nothing. I mean, he's this gives him all, also the summer to do his flossy dates that he has announced. Um, and uh, he can do his podcast still. And then on the very first AEW TV show, he confronts Cody Rhodes, comes out, returns, and they'll they'll 
say like, oh, I went to Tony Khan and I made sure that this wasn't real. You can't fire me. I'm, it was in my contract. I'm here to stay. And then they start a Cody Rhodes and Jericho feud for the first taping and going like on it. from that. No, I like that. I was I was intrigued just listening to it, much less watching it in, in action. You know what I mean? So um, I'm totally okay with that. Uh, Brandon, yeah. feel free. I know you got to drop out in the next yeah. couple minutes. So let me know. Absolutely. Sorry, I Brandon. No, no, no. I love seeing you. Your lovely faces. You're all great people. But I'm, I'm sticking with Jericho. I'm picking the pick. I think Jericho is going to win. It's, it's bad because it just sets. Kenny should be going for the championship, and Jericho's more the part timer. But I loved my prediction so much that I stuck with it in our <laughs> prediction. Yeah. For this podcast and this one, I'm going to go with Kenny. Okay. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, change it up. <laughs> all right. Well. Yeah. I so think let's Kenny. get to a match. I'm super, super excited for. Cody Rhodes versus Dustin Rhodes, or Cody versus Dustin, if you will. No, let's use the Rhodes. Yeah, let's they, use the Rhodes. The Rhodes brothers. So, <laughs> with this match, I mean, I got goosebumps watching the video package when they when they dropped it. Yeah. Uh, being the elite when when that or is it being the elite that, that they did yeah. that episode? Yeah. So yeah. No, when they the, 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 the road to double or nothing. It was yeah. the road, road to, to double, double or nothing. nothing. Yeah. Um. So when they dropped that video, um, I was just like, holy crap. If I wasn't invested in Double or Nothing yet, I, I was then. I absolutely was then. Um, amazing. Amazing. I mean, in one video package, they, they completely sold me on the feud. I mean, Dustin <clears throat> Dustin looks like he could still go. Um, he's going to have a career resurgence. And he that bastard, he fooled us all. Because in January, when they had reports of him being released by WWE, he's like, oh, yeah, all you marks. No, I'm not released. This is why I hate I hate that shit and blah, 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 blah. And I'm glad he worked us because that was a huge surprise. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited because, well, at first, me and Tiffany's a, a while back, we did originally predict that it was probably going to be Marty Skrull and him being announced because of him obviously being left out of the elite when they started this company and all that stuff. And I thought for sure that they would do something with Cody and Marty because Cody basically is the, kind of like the leader in all of this. If you see it from that way, I know everyone's kind of like they're, you know, pretty much equal with the Bucks and Kenny. But Cody's the leader of how all this came about. And I think it would be a perfect way to set up Marty and Cody because Marty would be like, what the, what the hell is wrong with you guys? You guys left me out. And while well, you guys started this company, you just left me and, for, and quickly forgot about me. I, I know we, we had this big prediction shocked. of how it could be yeah. Marty. Um, maybe him, them not knowing that, uh, uh, they could have done it like on a, uh, an, a being the elite or something and him opening the umbrella and it says AEW on it. I mean, they nice. did do that little, little spot where like there's a phone call from dead friend for the unbox. Yeah. Where, yeah. So like, I'm like, oh. <laughs> but I love the way they've, they've got, they got me hyped for it. After that, I, I didn't want it to be dusted, but now what Happy. they've done after that, I am so excited for this. Match. Right, and that's kind of what I'm saying. We, the, he had so many rumored opponents, and it was just a situation where it, when it was Dustin, you're like, what? And then they hyped it, and then you realize, like, I don't know if you saw their feud back in 2015 that they put the, the you know, hit the kill switch on. I was intrigued yeah. with that feud, but I guess because it didn't get a good fan reaction at the February pay-per-view, they, they nixed it. And I feel like mm. a lot of people are going to kind of compare so they got big shoes to fill with this match, I feel. I love Absolutely. the way that they're doing uh, Cody. They're making Cody like, I'm here to kill the Attitude Era into it. Like, I'm here to kill that era. And this is this is this style of professional wrestling versus them. 
You know what I mean? Like new era versus old era. It's, like it's kind of ingenious. Other... It's a way of, yeah. of attacking, you know, gold dust, the gold dust character and, mm-hmm. and, and that era without, you know, saying WWE or anything specifically, exactly. like yeah. you can kind of just say, Oh, I'm, I'm killing the attitude era and everyone can fill in the blanks. So I think that's pretty ingenious how they're doing it. Um, that being said, I mean, any any other things on this match? I think we'll start wrapping it up here for Brandon so that Brandon can yeah. make I, it in time to I, work. <laughs> I love Cody's promos. Cody, This is the best promo work I've seen Cody do in his entire career. Absolutely. Like, he, he's so believable, especially the one where, like, he almost broke down mid-promo where he's, like, where he said you have to shoot from the hip. And you could hear it in his voice, like, the way he, he sold that as, like, he was almost, like, almost crying that he has to put down his, his brother and... I, I love that, and, and he's such a good seller with that. And it, it's going to be emotional. We thought his all-in match was emotional. We saw even in his entrance how the emotions were getting to Cody because he's going for a belt that his dad used to be known for, the NWA championship, and he right. and how emotional he was winning it. This is going to be that plus more. Right. This is going to be a very, Because very he has someone to play match. off of with it. You know, Dusty, yeah. unfortunately, is no longer here, so he's just mentioning that. But Dustin can hit him right back with, with it. It's, yeah. it's his brother, and it's not like they're going to, cry foul afterwards they're gonna have a it's hard be his last match. match yeah it's gonna be it's their... gonna be it's gonna be the end of dustin's career yeah you think gone. so you think that's I, it after and this? i think he they like, oh yeah and then he this leads him into being they're gonna do like maybe a future bnd elite episode where they introduce dustin as a very very high executive like he's gonna get a very high executive role in AEW. i think whether it's the okay. uh the john lornitis of AEW, like the executive <laughs> vice president of talent relations you know what I mean? Like he's gonna get a very higher role than what he had in WWE. It's just a backstage guy. So gotcha. I think Cody's gonna. That's and, a good, and, it's a good hypothesis. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. So I guess let's got, let's. Sorry, we got Tiff. One what you match. Saying? You got one more match. Oh, we, we missed the match. What what is it? Yes, Young Bucks versus versus the Lucha Brothers. Why did I forget that match? That's like the match I've been most hyped for match. going into this. <laughs> sorry, Brandon. <laughs> Holy crap! Like this match, that match. I was so scared when um, was it Ray Phoenix hurt his neck? Like looked like he was hurt a couple months ago. I was yeah. like, great. Oh, now this man. match isn't gonna happen. We were at House of Glory when he pulled up. When yes. he pulled the House of Glory, scared the shit out of me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god! And now, like that match, uh, that match is gonna be amazing because I think you know the 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 Lucha Brothers by themselves are amazing. The Young Bucks are amazing by themselves. Put and them in together. Be, this is a dream match for AEW. Yeah. This the, there's gonna be new moves that the Young Bucks are gonna introduce. Bucks have been uh, been so, training well, getting more known in the lucha style of wrestling, and they've been trained to have this new f- secret finisher that we were hidden from on being the elite, which everyone's gonna be looking for. But yeah. I actually have the Lucha Brothers going over here and okay. winning I, <laughs> I do too because well, I don't think I think it'll set the precedent. Um, you know that the Young Bucks are not selfish because yeah. the, the Cody Cody can beat Dustin like it'll be okay for him to beat Dustin but I don't think anyone will accept um the Lucha Brothers losing to the to the Young Bucks in this match they'll be like oh yeah of course the Bucks have to put themselves over I'm I'm actually I know I'm the outcast here (laughs) no no Brandon's here Brandon's the outcast (laughs) well my prediction for this I'm the outcast here because I kind of was thinking about this so I'm sorry, but I feel like the Young Bucks are going to win this. The reason why is I feel like, because it has to do with a future, um, you know, plans. So I talked about this yesterday on our podcast that AAA is coming to New York. 
they're going to be at Madison Square Garden. Um, and we go back to the match between Young Bucks and Lucha Brothers in Mexico and how they got the highest ratings, 5.4 million views um, for that tune-in. So I have this feeling they're going to keep the titles – and then come to Madison Square Garden, because that's where, like, everything seems to happen, right. um, and lose the titles to the Lucha Brothers there. So okay. So can go back to AAA. See, I, I can at least accept that reasoning because there's a thought-out process to why you said that. It'd be yeah. different if you were just like, nope, the Young Bucks are going to win because they're awesome. <laughs> uh, that's what I was going like to Like most WWE yeah. fans. Yeah, no, I love the Young Bucks. They're like one of my faves, but right. yeah, I when when I because that's it's in September that this is gonna happen. Um, I okay. think somebody said in our chat yesterday that it would be kind of cool that even if Young Bucks lose the titles, that maybe they'll introduce the AEW tag team titles at Madison Square Garden at AAA to defend. But like here, we're gonna give you a shot. That was me. Oh, was you? Oh, I thought it was, yes. yeah. Yeah. It was sexy Kyle. Okay. Come on now. Hi. I thought it was somebody in chat. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So that's September fifteenth, which I'm still gonna get tickets for. Awesome. No, I can appreciate that. And I think the the best thing about Double or Nothing, to kind of sum it up, the best thing is that we could all be wrong, we could all be right, but either mm -hmm. way, we're going to watch one of the most historic events in professional yep. wrestling history, and we're all going to have a damn good time, no matter oh, yeah. what happens. No the matter what gonna happens. The world is going to change. The whole industry. Right. We're here to change the universe. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But Should I think, the uh, tag match be the main event? No. 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 I, Unfortunately, I actually they, they did announce with, Kenny and Jericho yeah. making the main event. Right. I was going to say, I disagreed with, um, you know, not to go too long here, but I disagreed with All In's booking. I think I've told you this before. I, I didn't like the Young mm -hmm. Bucks closing the show. In hindsight, it was better that they closed the show because of the timing issues that happened. But mm -hmm. I think Cody Rhodes should have closed All In. Because that NWA title story was the best story. Oh my going god, into the crowd was so into that match. That I'm like, oh my, why are they doing this now? Brandon, uh, I think you remember we were watching it. Yeah, yeah. And we got confused. This is how confused we got at All In, guys. We literally were like, it's time for the main event already. That's literally what we said to. And yeah. then we realized, oh no, there's a whole bunch of other matches that haven't happened yet. So if for a second we got confused, that's to tell you that yeah. that match should have main evented. But Cody Rhodes is a little bit too humble. I disagree with him being humble at yeah. All In and putting himself mid-card because it absolutely should have closed the show. But that being said, guys, any final thoughts? Brandon, I want to hear your final thoughts on Double or Nothing here. Double or Nothing is going to change the way we watch wrestling. In the Brandon's future. going All In. <laughs> I'm going all in. All in. I, think, I mean, are, are I we watching? Chips, are we watching but... TNT in the fall? Yeah. Are you gonna come over with me and watch yes. it with me the way we do WWE? Watch good wrestling. We'll, we'll try to. We're gonna try to make it happen. <laughs> I mean, we're gonna have to because that's probably what's gonna take up all the uh, the ratings. Mm -hmm. Damn straight. At first, <laughs> at first yeah. anyways. At that first, first episode, yeah, yeah. First episode. That'll be the talk of the town. So, mm -hmm. I guess you'll have to cover it, mate. But I'm excited about it anyway. Either way it goes. Domestic Butler, first time viewer of this channel. Thank you so much. We appreciate that. Thank you. Thanks um, for joining. Yeah. All Elite Podcast, Tiff and Kyle. Any, oh, there it is. Look at this. Kyle's hair, ready huh? with. I was just going to ask, where can everyone find you? Right there. I, it's bad in the camera. But uh, <laughs> on Twitter, at All Elite Pod. You can follow us on Instagram, at All Elite Pod. Like us on Facebook, at All Elite Podcast. And myself, I'm Real Kyle Masters. She's loves to dream 82 and you can subscribe to us on 
YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash NHBWR. Please subscribe to us. We can get rid of that URL and get a better one because I made that back when we were known as a different podcast, and now YouTube won't let me change it because we're not at 1,000 uh, subs. <laughs> guys, can, can we help yeah, them get to 1,000 subs? Yeah, I, I, the, let's get, we're, we're at six-something ourselves, so if we get to 1,000, I will change the, the link to youtube.com slash Brandon's Bitch. Um, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll take it. But guys, you know, just to put you all, (laughs) just to put you all over, um, I reached out to you to be on this, on this podcast, because I know for a fact, you're going to be right there with me in the upper echelon of wrestling podcasts, because you're all that good. Um, I stumbled upon your show. I had, you know, I had, we had been following each other on social media, but when I saw your show and actually tuned in, I was like blown away. I was like, these guys are good. Or I should say these guys and girls are good. I don't that's like right, the generic right. term, these guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. Also, but, throw a sub on that ass. That, <laughs> that right. ass that podcast. Ass. Oh so, sub is going. We're going to do a free-for-all. I expect big, big things from you all in the future. I think we'll we'll see you at the top there, guys. We'll be more WWE-based. You'll be more all-elite-based, but we'll meet someone yeah, in the middle. let's do more collabs. I'm time. down for this. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Let's do another yeah, we'll definitely. do another collab. Maybe next time we won't have uh, technical issues. It seems like we hammered them out a little bit this time. We there were some you learning come over our guys. Side. I come want on to, guys. I want you all to know. I want to thank. I want to thank them because they they got us through some technical issues. I've never used OBS before, and we're using OBS for this episode. And at about I don't know midnight last night, I decided, hey, we're gonna use OBS in about eleven hours, and had no idea of never used it, but here we are. So yeah. hopefully you all like the aesthetic yeah. and better things to come there. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely we'll have you back on um, at some point uh, to talk some All Elite Wrestling. Probably, I was yeah. going to say, we're not going to wait this long for the next one, but we're definitely going to have you back sometime in September when, uh, you know, everyone goes, uh, AEW goes live on TNT. All in two. And all in two. When CM Punk debuts. Guarantee. I make it a JR guarantee. <laughs> that it Brand happens MT. at all Brandon. in two. It, it's too perfect. Like you can't, you cannot have him debut there. <laughs> Brandon, are you taking, are you taking uh, that bet? Justin Martinez's collabs at least once a month. We appreciate that. That must mean you liked us all together, all in, if you will. We're all in. <laughs> <laughs> but Brandon, yeah. What, what was I? What did I just ask you? I, I literally just asked you a question. You asked forget. me if I was taking a bet. Oh yeah, are you, are you taking that bet against Kyle? What's CM Punk? Uh, oh, snap. Uh, all right. Yeah, let's take that bet. <laughs> you think I'm he's not going to be there? Okay. I think he's not going to be there. He's going to let everybody down. What are the stakes? No, he he's going to show up in Saudi Arabia at Super <laughs> Showdown. What are the stakes? If, okay, if, right. if Brandon wins, you have to buy a Kenny for Your Thoughts t-shirt. Yeah. And if Kyle wins, you have to buy an All Elite Podcast t-shirt. That's right. We got it. Well, I'll wait. If 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 or if a fat pharaoh shirt on, because it'll yeah. probably ha- it'll <laughs> probably be out by then. Yeah. I'll yeah. wear it on. I'll wear it on a collab show. I'll yeah. wear it proud. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's, All right, let's guys, make well, it happen. Thank you, both of you. Thank you so much for joining us, Tiff. I want to thank you especially because you've been helping me behind the scenes. We've been talking a little bit about professional wrestling and in anticipation for this episode. So thank you so much. You did get. Hi. The uh, OBS work in here and get us all Skyped up together. So appreciate that so much. Anytime, you know, and, and I'll see you Saturday at Anthony's house. I will see you there. Glitter is here and the spinach right. artichoke dip. Right. 
I'm bringing I'm bringing the I'm bringing the stakes. So everybody we're, we're wish Kyle stuff. a happy birthday in the chat. And yes, happy everybody. Birthday, everybody, please day. one last happy birthday for Kyle. Brandon, <laughs> you want to wish him a happy birthday again? Boy. <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday, Kyle. <laughs> All right, guys, please subscribe to us on YouTube. First of all, if you're still on live with us, hit that thumbs up button right now, please. Um, subscribe to us on YouTube uh, at youtube.com slash a candy for your thoughts. Listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Brandon's Basement, wherever the hell you can find this podcast, okay? Right. Where Brandon's selling mixtapes outside of his work with our podcast, okay? we our own podcast. And here we go. Go ahead, Kyle. I can't hear it. Oh, oh! I botched. Botched mania. It's okay. <laughs> if it's live, you can't botch. <laughs> and guys, please watch Double or Nothing Saturday, May twenty fifth, starting seven p.m. The buy in, eight p.m. on pay per view. Sixty dollars. What? What is it on the uh, Fight Network? Oh my God! What is it? Fight uh, TV app. Apple? Fight TV app. Yeah. Or you can order through your pay-per-view provider. Pretty archaic. But we'll, you got to support them so that they can afford a network eventually, guys. For all of you saying that mm-hmm. is expensive, please support them now so that they can afford things like that in the future. But thank you so much for joining us on episode 33 of the Kenny for Your Thoughts podcast. Thank you again to our guests, Kyle and Tiff from All Elite Podcast. Go check them out. AEW 24-7. No belt needed here. I think that says it all. Have a good night. Can he fold your thoughts?